from the bottom and a product of the lotto. Don't need no glass to drink the liquor out the bottle. Oh, motherfuckers, yeah, that's my motto. The working class, the only people I follow. They understand where I'm from. I've been down, but I came up from the bottom. Alabama, the lower southern half of it. If you've never been here, I'd help you get a grasp of it. The class of it. Social indifference is ignoring what the system is and trying to get some fishing in. I'm a seat where the pistol is. I'll never take our guns back. Gauge on a gun rack. The sign reads, y'all come back. Crawfish, catfish, redfish, flounder. We got chicken fried oysters rolling out of power. We drink beer to the domestic kind. And the Chevys that we drive, we stand the test of time. Had the best of time on that floor around my line. She's got sand between the thighs. I got the sun in my eyes. It ain't always been good times working class down here. Uh-huh. Some come to party, but we live down here. Best believe we don't take no shit. Think I won't do it? Hold my beard. Watch it. They don't understand where I come from. I've been down, but I came up from the bottom and a product of the lotto. Don't need no glass to drink my liquor out the bottle. Oh, motherfuckers, Yeah, that's my motto. The working class, the only people I follow. They understand where I'm from. I've been down, but I came up. Down here, we just roll with the tide. Nick Saban and Jesus, yeah, that's our guys. Football on Saturday, church on Sunday. We're working all week trying to raise beer money. Just like you, our rent's past due. And the Waffle House ain't considered fast food. It's a luxury, like caviar. Sipping mama sweet tea out of mason jars. The ladies wear denim and the men wear dickies. Cause he's been working hard changing the old lady chippy. Granddaddy named Earl, got an uncle named Billy. We gon' light up the grill. Y'all holla if you're with me. Eating hush puppies and mud bugs. And our headlights all covered in love bugs. We gon' keep partying all night till the sun's up. Yeah, I've been down, but yet I came up from the bottom. They don't understand where I come from. I've been down, but I came up from the bottom in a product of the lotto. Don't need no glass to drink my liquor out the bottle. Oh, motherfuckers, Yeah, that's my motto. The working class, the only people I follow. They understand where I'm from. I've been down, but I came up from the bottom. I've been down, but I came up from the dock of the bay down to the we live in life and just trying to get some fishing. We work all day, party all night. We barely get by, but that's alright. From the crawfish bar to the fish fry. From the Mississippi River to the borderline. We work all day, party all night. We barely get by, but that's alright. In the bottle. They don't understand where I come from. I've been down, but I came up from the bottom and a product of the lotto. Don't need no glass to drink the liquor out the bottle. Oh, motherfucking high. Yeah, that's my motto. The working class, the only people I follow. They understand where I'm from. I've been down, but I came up from the bottom. Have you ever called into your favorite talk radio program? Only to encounter this and felt like this. That never happens when you dial 941-421-0401. 
At RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now. 941-421-0401. And avoid... 941-421-0401. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. 941-421-0401. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com Can you let it go? Will you let it go? 
check one, two, one, two. Are you ready for this? Cause it's the first 52. Listen up if you wanna survive the ride. Tune in, the truth might change your life. The simple power of truth. One word, rock the nation, RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. Saturday night, conspiracy facts. It's the first 52 with your host, Sean Raz. The simple power of truth. Join the conversation, RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. The IC's in charge. Time to listen up. Real talk mixed with music. Meant to wake you up. It's the simple power of truth. Join the conversation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. That's your opinion. Bring your facts to Dave. He packs the pain for Toad Jones's name. It's the simple power of truth. Join the conversation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. Uncensored, uncut, and live. Truth talk with guests that might help you survive. It's the simple power of truth. Join the conversation. See through the lies of the manipulation. Listen up if you want to survive the ride. Tune in, the truth might save your life. The simple power of truth. One word, rock the nation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. That's right, guys. First 52 live on RazRadioLive.com. It is Saturday, January 11th. 11th? 11th, 2014. Another year and we're into it. Second show of the year. I'm going to have a lot of different things to talk about tonight, as we usually do. Uh, we're going to go some good stuff, some bad stuff. Uh, normally, just all bad stuff, but, you know, hey, we'll try to bring it up a little bit. That's right, this is Sean Raz here. We're coming to you live from FEMA Region 4, Southwest Florida. And it's been a good week. Uh, had a nice little day today. Got some car waxing done. Uh, spent some time with the family. Uh, spent about an hour trying to track down the shift hard which we finally found him, so everybody relax, he's okay, he's alive. Uh, he had a little uh, health issue today and uh, had a little pass out, so, you know, he'll be all right. We'll have him back next week, I'm sure. And if you guys haven't noticed, we've had a lot going on uh, on the station this you know recently. We've got a lot of new shows, a lot of stuff going on, so make sure you're checking all that out. And uh, it's been a while since we've done something like this. We actually have an auction going on right now. Uh, if you check my, face, uh, my uh, Twitter... Or uh, Kevin in Arizona's Twitter, you will see that we have a backlit Raz Radio Live sign up for auction. We do have our first uh, auction on it. We have our first, uh, what do they call that? Uh, bid. What was that, Dave? Bid. Bid, thank you. Yes, we have our first bid on it. And that's uh, Wayne in Baltimore. He's got 100 bucks for rolling on that sucker. So uh, you guys check it out. It's really nice looking, uh, backlit sign. Uh, of course, much love to Kevin for putting it together and uh, coming up with the idea. So, uh, let's get on with the show. Sitting to my right, of course, is my lovely wife, Lexi. Good evening. Oh, there we go. Got to turn her mic Good on. Good evening. <laughs> there we go. Now we got you. Um, and, uh, way up in Tampa is the 421 himself. How you doing, bud? What's up? What's up? What's up? How was your week? Same. <laughs> Did you do anything? Uh, not really. Uh, I, I'm actually, uh, in the market for a new vehicle. Uh, got a check, finally got a check from fucking New York State Child Support because they took a lot of money from me to pay off a, a small debt, uh, past debt. Which I wasn't even really there. Back. Yeah, which really wasn't even there, right? Yeah, well, I owed her $6,500 from when I lost my job in 2010. And, uh, and I owed her like, you know, eight months worth of support. You know, my son doesn't even live with her anymore. But yet I was like, you know what? They paid it. Fuck it. Let them have the money. I don't care. Right. 
but they just took you know the eighteen thousand dollars to pay off sixty five hundred dollars. Yeah, at least you got some of that back now, uh, so that's a nice thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. now I'm looking to get myself a car. So, if, uh, uh, well, actually, a, probably a pickup truck, small pickup truck, a fuel efficient truck. So, <laughs> if that happens, I'll probably be seeing you a lot more. Well, that'd be nice. Nice to have you down a little more often. And of course, we have the silent one in the background. Uh, he's just going to float back there and smile all the time. Hi. <laughs> Put up a peace sign. Thank a big old peace wave. Uh, and, and I want to inform everybody, you know, I like to give you a heads up on stuff. Uh, next weekend, I will not, Dave and I and Lexi will not be here for the first 52, but I would not deprive you guys of a live show. So I got a stand-in for me next week. And, and uh, I think everybody's going to be really excited uh, for this stand-in. Uh, the, the monkeyed one, monkey snout. Ben Ferris will be covering the first 52 next week for us. So I'm really excited. I'm sure everybody will enjoy that show. I'll be, uh, I'll be up in Orlando with some family. And uh, Dave will actually be in Orlando with family also. So it's kind of well, funny how that works. Yeah, same difference. Yeah. Right. Might as well just Weird be Orlando. Yeah, isn't it though? Right, right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, <clears throat> that'll be, uh, that'll be fun. Of course, we went out and waxed a car today and a big old storm came rolling through a few hours later. <laughs> Oh, well, these things That's the happen. way it works, I guess, right? Nice clean water to uh, do a little rinse. Well, it'll be nice to see how the car dries, you, you know. You can just redo it in the morning. Oh, thanks. Sure. I'll just do that for you. <laughs> I'll be right on top of that one. <laughs> Killed myself. Did you check the weather before you uh, waxed no, it? No. No, it had to get done. Actually, I was. Yeah. it's funny because when we were waxing the car today, Sean's dad was standing out. He was kind of like pacing around the car. And I was like, you know, it's funny. When I lived with my grandparents and I got my first car... He would get me up like every Sunday morning and he was like a fanatic about cleaning cars. He'd pull out my grandma's car, his car, my car, he'd line them all up. We'd wash them really good and do the windows and he'd pull out Q-tips to wax like all the little crevices inside the doors and every, I mean, mm-hmm. it was an all day project and he loved it when it would rain because we'd wax the car and then we'd go out there and we'd dry it with this like, what is it called? A sham, sham cloth? Sham, yeah, sham. And he was like, ah, oh, such a nice shine. <laughs> well, it, it is actually true, though, that second, you know, that second time that you get the car wet after waxing it and, and then give it a rub down after that instead of letting it just dry, it does bring it up more. I'll tell you what, though, that new car looked beautiful after the wax job. You could really tell the difference. Okay. So, yeah, I was all excited about it. Yeah. You know, I gotta be excited about something. Everybody says I live a, a boring life staring at the sky all the time and, oh, my life must be so horrible. My life really isn't that bad. Just cause I talk about all this stuff, I still know how to enjoy life. You know, it's, it's, I'll make, give you an example me... of what you sound like. I made butterscotch apple pops today. <laughs> no, really, because we're going to a birthday party tomorrow and they're really cute. <laughs> Is that what I sound like? Kind of. Oh, okay, thanks. Appreciate well, not it. Not on this side of the world. Maybe it in your house. It was an example. <laughs> Over here on this side of the world, it sounds much, much different. <laughs> yeah, sure, it does sound a lot different. Right. A little higher of a voice, I'd have to say. As as Dark Match likes to say, your breathy voice. I do not have a breathy voice. That's what the Dark Match likes your voice, because he says you have a breathy one. Oh, well, thank you. So the first happy thing we're going to cover here, and it's probably going to be the only happy thing, uh, I found it oh. very... Uh, very exciting when uh, you actually pointed this out uh, to me this week, honey. Leave it to me to add the happy. Of course. Uh, have you seen the <laughs> shock video, Border Agent Acknowledges Constitution at Checkpoint, Dave? I saw the uh, the video. I mean, I've seen the uh, the headline. I didn't see the. I didn't watch the video. You haven't seen, heard the video yet. So let's uh, 
Let's oh, I, like what? All right, go ahead. Because I'm go thinking to myself, what is it going to be? It's just going to say, oh yeah, there is a constitution, but I wipe my ass with it. No, know? no, that... you'll, you're going to be shocked. Uh, the, the, basically, it's a group of individuals. It says here the short video begins by showing a group of young individuals driving towards California I-8 West Point Westbound checkpoint. On deck to be questioned, the vehicle ahead of them is flagged for further inspections. Preparing to opt out of answering questions, the group continues filming as they roll up to the station's border patrol agent. Sir, can you tell us? No. Nope. That's a chew gum or something. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> it's like that Scotty with heat off. Drugs they've seized. They're still rolling up. That's why I'm kind of over talking. Spending on doing it more of it. All right. And they're at the first car right now that they say gets flagged off to the side. The guy's talking to that car. This is only a minute video. We're 34 seconds into it, and they haven't even gotten to the checkpoint yet, so it shows you how quick it goes. Don't do it. Here we go. I do. What's up, going on, guys? Hi. You guys are you a citizen still? Haven't given it up yet? We're free to go? Am I free to go? Yes. You know what? You guys are awesome for exercising your constitutional rights. I totally respect that. Cool. Thank a you. lot of guys have come through here, and they're jerks to us. And you know, we don't appreciate that, but I totally appreciate you guys who are respectful, who uh, you don't want to talk because we can't force you to do it. You guys have a good day. Thanks. You too, sir. You. And that's all she wrote, Dave. What do you think? <laughs> Is the stop legal to begin with? No, of course not. He knows that. Right. So he's not he, right. So he's nice. Meanwhile, he's you know, all right. So so this time he's fucking you with grease. Yeah, pretty Maybe much. Just a tip, too, you know? <laughs> yeah, just, just and, poked and it in a little bit. Yeah. Right, well, right. thank you for letting me try to fuck you, but okay, we're not going to fuck you today. Have a good day. Right. No, I think Thanks it's... for catching me and making me not fuck you. <laughs> I think it's great that it went down that way. Um, right. Who posted this? This was posted by StoryLeak. So, uh, that was, got... a, was a California stop? Uh, yeah, California I-8 westbound checkpoint. Uh, yeah, if that happened in Texas, I'm sure that'd be a different story. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> it says here, while the encounter appears to be an unconstitutional, uh, appears to be at an unconstitutional internal checkpoint, the agent's decision not to harass the group for the refusal is a small step in the right direction. Immigration checkpoints have been used to justify what it is now referred to as the Constitution Free Zone. Now, we talk about the Constitution Free Zone every once in a while. I bring it up on Shannon's show every once in a while. Most people don't understand that a hundred miles, and, Basically all of Florida, except for the Everglades, really, the and Orlando. No, the, the entire state of Florida. Is it the entire it's, state? It's, it's, it's 100, 100 miles from the water, right? Right, it's 100 miles in, so it, that's 100 miles, so, so it's past Kissimmee. And then from the other border, from the other side, it's 100 miles in, which is closer to here. Yeah, that's Because it's only what? I, I go across the state all the time to visit my mother, and it's 168 miles from here to Melbourne Beach. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm across the street from the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, because so it's, it's 100. It's like 102 or something when we go over to Miami area across Alligator Alley. So, yeah. Yeah. Guess that makes the sense. Whole, the entire state. Actually, and, and, cause I looked this up one time when we were on the air. Most of the Northeast, Maine, New Hampshire, uh, Rhode Island, of course, um, Massachusetts, I think most of Massachusetts. So there's a lot of constitutional free zones. Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? And we're supposed to live in the country that's, uh, controlled by the Constitution, apparently. Um, so yeah, it says here, which comes 100 miles inward from every border in the country, federal agents have used this unconstitutional decision to forcibly violate the Fourth Amendment rights of, Amer of millions of Americans. Uh, with the with the growing backlash against uh, against all forms of government checkpoints, police in many areas of the country have begun refusing to take part as countless checkpoint refusal videos go viral online. 
Uh, just last year, an encounter at Independence Day DUI checkpoint sparked outrage after video captured officers admitting to violating a man's rights, uh, scrambling to defend the officer's actions. The department was bombarded with complaints and phone calls by several, several grassroots social media campaigns. So it's nice to see the change. And, um, you know, I, I don't rem- know if you remember us talking about uh, this had to be back in October, November. We were discussing the uh, blood checkpoints where they were uh, voluntarily doing uh, the whole... Uh, Wait, you got to do the, the, the air quotes, voluntarily. Yeah, voluntarily uh, asking right. people to subject themselves to uh, mouth swabs, blood draws, urine samples. Which I think they got uh, $10 for. Uh, it depends on what they gave. It was like $10 for a, a breathalyzer, um, 20 for a mouth swab, and 50 for a blood sample, something like that they were doing. Um, but a lot of departments are now, I've, I read last week, I don't have the article up in front of me, but a lot of departments are uh, kind of pissed off because they were, uh, I think one department was asked to provide uh, off-duty officers for security, not to participate because it was a federal, the, the federal department of transportation was doing this, this survey, they call it. They say they've been doing it for 40 years to analyze the, the, uh, intoxicated drivers on the road, but you can't get in trouble for it. Bullshit. And um, one of the departments got really pissed off because they were supposed to be there just to provide security, and they ended up using them to direct traffic, which makes people feel more inclined to follow uh, follow through and participate. So uh, there's been some backlash on that. So it's nice to – I guess the point is it's nice to see that uh, people are starting to – in law enforcement, in Border Patrol, in all these different areas, starting to stand up and realize that uh, you know there are some rights out there. Uh, so now, the the question that I have is: Was the camera easily visible? Did the guy act like that because there was a camera? Um, it, the the video is really not a great video. You can barely see the guy. It looks like it was done by a phone. It was one of those, you know, where it's a, a really tight square in the middle of the screen. Uh, it's on right. the it's on the Raz page. So if you want to just pull it up and see what the video looks like. My guess is, um, you know, you heard how he joked with them when he rolled, when they rolled up. It sounds like he was just kind of a happy go lucky type guy to begin with. And right. as soon as they said, are we free to go? He knew what he was dealing with. Uh, I'm right. sure he deals with, you know, these guys are seeing this more and more and more. Uh, so I would have to guess that he probably was aware or at least assumed there was a video in there with them going, are we free to go? Cause anybody's going to do that without videotaping. It's kind of not really right in the head. You should always videotape uh, encounters like that. Back to the the blood draw thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I lived in Northport, and this was about seven years ago, about a block from where I lived, there was a girl that was um, abducted and raped and murdered in, in the woods about a block from us. And it was a weekend, and this cop car was coming down he parked in front of um in the road in between our house and the neighbors across the street and they were going house to house and we were wondering what was going on so we're just kind of looking out the living room window and they walk up to the door and they told us what happened and they wanted fingerprints and a blood draw from all the males in the house and i thought that that was really interesting yeah did wait did they have a search warrant no nope did anybody nope. give it? They were asking for it. They didn't say that it was mandatory, but they were asking for it to be volunteered so that they could narrow down their search. Bullshit. 
Not bullshit. I'm telling you that happened. No, no, no. He's I'm saying, saying that's no, no, bullshit. No, I'm saying they're bullshit. They're just, they're just trolling for DNA. Right, exactly. Well, we and of know course that. my ex-boyfriend was like, oh yeah, yeah, hell yeah, what do you need? I want to help out. I'm like, how is that helping? You didn't do shit. You're just wasting <laughs> their time. <That's> <laughs> yeah. And now you're all up in that record. <laughs> right. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, he was a kind of a tart anyway, honey. Just, I know. Just for the Shut record. Up. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm glad to see that going on. Um, I, I like to believe that it's, you know, some of these people coming around. Um, and I guess we'll have to wait and see how this continues to go with this. Uh, on another, on another line, this week CNN released a poll. And I found this poll, uh, very, uh, very pleasant to see. I don't know uh, anybody out there. I know a lot of our listeners are, are from the Bubba Army and, and listen to Bubba in the morning. And they had uh, John Morgan on this week on Friday. It was a really, really? great. Oh inter- uh, yeah, it was a really oh, great interview. B- Morgan was on Bubba show. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday. Uh yes yes yesterday yesterday yeah yesterday. Huh. Yeah, it was really it's funny because it must have been early because I was actually listening to the show driving over to that HHO game. Oh, it was at the end of the show actually. They closed out the show with him. It was like right, what was it early? Really? No, yeah, it was 8, 8, 8, well, 8, 8 30ish. It was. Biggie's back there waiting out on his head. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, it was summertime. I don't know. It was, I was cleaning at the apartment, you know, where, I, where my morning job is cleaning. So it, it had to be in between eight and nine somewhere. So, uh, yeah, it was a great interview. They went over the whole, uh, the whole legalization thing here in, in Florida. What's going on with the medical marijuana? Um, and this poll, support for legal mar- marijuana soars. This is from CNN. In a major turnaround for past for, from past decades, a majority of Americans support legalizing marijuana, according to a new poll. The CNN ORC International Survey released Monday also in, indicated that the number of people who say smoking pot is morally wrong has plunged. 55% of those questioned nationally said marijuana should be made legal, with 44% disagreeing. Which, of course, of that 44%, 90% of it was the blue hairs here in Florida. No, I'm just I'm just making that up. <laughs> Uh, the C, and those of you who don't know what a blue hair is, that's old ladies. Uh, so that's, that's what a blue hair is. Um, uh, where was I? According, according to the CNN poll, a number, numbers from general so- social survey polling, support for legalizing marijuana has steadily soared over the past quarter century. From 16% in 87 to, tw- to 26% in 96 to 34% in 2002 and 43% two years ago. The survey found interesting divides on the issue. Um, there are a big difference on age, region, party ID, and gender with senior citizens, Republicans, and Southerners, the only major Democrat demographic group who still opposes the legal use of pot. Uh, two-thirds of those, 18 to 34, said marijuana should be legal with 64% of those 34 to 49 in agreement. So our age bracket's right in the middle of that uh, 64% there. I gotta, I tend to believe that those numbers are still fudged. Oh, I yeah. just think they, they, at this point they can't fudge them any, you know, enough to be underneath the fifty percent dial. Right. It's probably because more like eighty. percent Everybody we know, we're all in favor of smoking weed. Right. Everyone. And they, and they don't. Know? Not all of them smoke, but they're in favor for allowing people to do it. Right. And, which we'll get into uh, some Colorado and and other states here after we get through this. Uh, half of those fifty to sixty four believe. Marijuana should be legal, but the number dropped to 39 for those ages 65 and older. Support stood at 60% in Northeastern, 58 in the West, 57 in Midwest, 
uh, but 48 in the South. 62, that's because most of the old people come to the South when they get old. 62% of the, again, that was me, not the story. 62% of the Democrats and 59% of independents, but just 36% of Republicans back legalizing marijuana. 59% of men, but just 51% of women support making pot legal. Uh, attitudes have d- dropped dramatically, or attitudes have dramatically changed. Why, well, I'm making up my own words as I'm reading here. Uh, why is support for legalized marijuana tripled since 1970s, 80s? Um, attitude towards the effects of marijuana and whether it is morally wrong to smoke pot have changed dramatically over time, said Holland. Uh, that also means that marijuana use is just not all that important to Americans any longer. In 72, about, about a year after President Richard Nixon, Nixon, Nixon declared drugs public enemy number one, 65% that 65% said the use of marijuana was a very serious problem for the United States. Now that's down to 19%. So we're seeing, well, go ahead. Why do you think that is? You know, let, let's just, let's just think about that, you know, logically for a second. All right. So people that were of voting age in the seventies and, you know, above, uh, were lied to, you know, and some of those people were actual users, you know, because there was the sixties. Right? right. And then, um, <clears throat> It's people like us or me that grew up after that era, and I realized that the, the government's been lying to me for fucking 40 years. Well, you know, I was so against marijuana when I was in high school. I mean, I didn't ever touch it till I was 18, 19 years old. Um, really? Yeah, I actually made my ex-girlfriends flush it when I found it and wouldn't talk to them when they were doing it. And um, what What made you change? I don't know. I just tried it and I was like, oh, this isn't that bad. And I was, you know, I started drinking when I was like 13. You know, right. like we, you oh, know, the gateway the, drug. Yeah, exactly. That's, well, sit, smoking. I started smoking when I was 12. You know, cigarettes? So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I started smoking cigarettes at 12 and wouldn't, you know, drinking. I never, I drank, you know, it was just a social thing. My parents drank a lot. We were in nightclubs. I was very young right. and in nightclubs, um, you know, growing up and stuff with what my dad did for a living. So I was always exposed to marijuana. Uh, so and it's, it's like other things, you, you know, uh, uh, cocaine. I never touched until after I was well over 30. You know, really? I, yeah, I refused. I was, I was actually very afraid of it. Uh, because of, I am currently, I've never done coke and I, I'm afraid of it because of my body build. I was afraid that I would die the first time I did a line. I figured it would just really? make my heart explode. And, you know, cause you hear all these scary stories and, you know, I just assumed, and of course, once I tried it, I loved it, and did my stinch <laughs> of it, and, and did it for a while, and I haven't touched it in, I don't know, eight years almost now? So, nice. seven, eight, what are we almost together, eight years this May, right? Yep. Yeah, so it'll be eight years, <laughs> um, April, that I haven't touched it. Now, not saying I, you know, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see here. The number who said marijuana is a gateway drug, 47% is down to 23 points since 19, uh, down 23 points since 1972. The number who said marijuana is addictive, 50%, is down 10 points. And the number who said marijuana is- Wait, wait, wait. 50% of the people still think it's addictive? No, 40% now. It's down 10 okay. points. It was still 50. 40%? That's still a lot. Yeah, that's still- Good Well, yeah, those, those numbers are fudged. I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with that. I don't think it's- quite physically addicting but i do think it can be mentally addicting um, when you when you're when you're out of stuff for a while do you freak out no but when i first right. run so out i freak out 
<laughs> you know, it's like right because you want more, but it's not a physical thing. No, it's a mental addiction. Yeah, you're not going through like sweats and no, vomiting I, I, that's, and whatnot. That's what I just said. I said I don't think it's physical. I'd I think say it's people more are mental. Having an issue with the definition of addiction. Well, that's true too. But it's, something can be physically or mentally addicting, and that's you, the main you know, thing. When I run out of cookies, I get pissed off too. Yeah, but, there's you know, a difference. I'm not addicted to it. Well, that's because yeah. you're high when you run out of cookies, and you're like, "Damn it, I need some more cookies." Yeah, <laughs> I, I did a total yeah. fucking munchie run today. I, I know I never drive when I'm high, and I rarely drive. I rarely get high throughout the day, at least recreationally. Mm-hmm. And today I did, and I uh, I made myself this fucking monster steak, which I, I got to tell him about. And uh, after the steak, I was like, "I'm still hungry," <laughs> and I went out and I got. Cookies. You know what's weird? I don't really, I, I, I don't get the munchies really. I mean, every once in a while I will. Right. But I think it's because I tend to smoke as much as I do when I, when I do. Um, I just don't get munchies. I just, I don't get like that. I don't have to sit and eat something all the time. You know, so that, that's not really a thing with me. Uh, and then the number who said marijuana is physically harmful, 43% is down by 23 points. So, uh, it, it, we're seeing good numbers there. Oops. I reset all the computers today, so. Excellent. You gotta do the, you gotta do the, uh, router and the, the cable modem too. Yeah, I know, I gotta figure out stupid, yeah. Let, let's talk about this for a sec. Well, no, let me finish this, cause mind me, I wanna get into that Comcast thing, Dave, when I'm done with this. Right, this I also year. have something to add to this marijuana thing, so. Alright, so we'll, let's finish off the I marijuana also, thing. Hold on, let me finish, right, I'm almost done here. Uh, clear, clearly there are, are some reservations about marijuana, but not the widespread fear that existed during the original war on drugs in the 1970s. The biggest change indicated by the polls reflected the number of people who said smoking pot is morally wrong. In 87, it was 70% um, said it was morally wrong, making it a sin in the minds of more Americans than abortion or pornography. Now that number has been halved. Just 35% today said smoking marijuana is morally wrong. Widespread agreement that it is not morally wrong may may be one of the biggest bigger drivers of the pro legalization movement. Uh, the CNN poll was put up, blah blah blah. It was a hundred and ten or a thousand ten adults. Uh, the poll was taken between January third and fifth by his telephone. Those numbers seem extremely high, like all well, of right. them. Well, that's what they're saying. Those, those are those are right. Well, well, here, well, here's. Uh, insight into into this phone call because it's a phone call thing now i believe you can only call landlines and of course these are the people that are not on the do not call list and so i don't know about you but my every number i've owned has been on the do not call list since its, it, its inception so and that's because i'm a tech guy you know i found out about it, i was like yeah let me put everything you know home line landline i mean landline cell phones now i don't even have a landline so these people are landlines and you know it's an older skewing audience or old skewing uh hole. Yeah, I don't even have it's a landline. It's really only older people that have landlines. Yeah, I, I don't right. even have a landline. I don't exactly. see the point so, in it. <laughs> so, all right, so so the thing is, all right, so let's just say that that's true, that it's mostly older people. It is a, a fabulous thing that all this shit is going down. Now I kind of buy into it. Right? 40% of them think it's addictive because they've been lied to for such a long time. Right. And they probably never did it, you know, as youngsters. Um, well, and that's another so can, thing. All right, I buy. That's another thing. A lot of the the people from the twenties and thirties, when you had you know uh, the black man raping your daughter, your white daughter, mm-hmm. because he was high on weed, they're all dying off now. You know, and and right. uh, that could be a big reason we're seeing this change. I don't think it's going to be long before we see um, marijuana legalized. And yesterday, they, when they were talking about this, this dude called in. 
and he was a far he was going to pharmacy school and he was like, "Well, you know, I don't really see a problem, but you know, the, it needs to be approved by the FDA." And I'm sitting there what going, the "Are hell? you kidding me? Approved by the FD, <laughs> FDA? Everything they approve right now is killing people. Why would you want them to approve anything else, you know?" But I think that's because he was in the pharmacy business. He was going to school to become a pharmacist and you know, how many jobs are going to be needed for pharmacists if if marijuana is solving a lot of the problems? Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're only protecting your own job there, dude. Come on. Right. It's it's like that guy's. It's like that guy going going to be an apprentice at a blacksmith shop. You know, 150 years ago. No, we don't want cars. You know, we should regulate the cars because we need more horses so that I have a fucking job. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And and that's what a lot of it is, I believe. Uh, and also, everybody, don't forget, we got Bob Tuscan joining us in the uh, 10 o'clock hour. I forgot to say that at the beginning of the show. So what do you have oh, on you the... You said it. Oh, did I? Okay. You said it. Yeah. Good. Stop smoking. Yeah, I haven't. That's the problem. I haven't. <laughs> I hate being out. I'll tell you. It's just a killer. It's just killer. So what do you... Is that what you had on the pot thing, or do you have anything else? No, 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 no. Actually, you know, I've been talking about, you know, watch watch out for concealed weapons permits and medical marijuana cards. Mm-hmm. Um, JJ, John Riley. Right. Pointed this out. I forget which page it was on, but an open letter to all federal firearms licensees. Now, this is dated September 21st, 2011. From the U.S. Department of Justice Bureau of Alcohol. Alcohol. Let me try it again. Uh, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Fire. That's a legal one that you guys could start. You could drink. That was a total fuck up on my part. <laughs> Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. So now that, now their jackets must say B-A-T-F-E. I think uh, they do, actually. Has received, an, has received a number of inquiries regarding the use of marijuana for medicinal purposes and applicability to federal firearms law. Basically, what it's saying is that if you, sus- if, if fire- firearms dealer suspects the purchaser of being a marijuana user, he can't sell them guns or ammo. So, uh, what I was, what I was telling you is right, is that if you want, if you wind up having both, you know, a card and a concealed weapons permit, guess which one they're going to take away? The concealed weapons permit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I, that's, that's one of my only concerns with this. I mean. That's ridiculous. I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those tricky things because. High people don't want to shoot anybody. Uh, first of all. <laughs> they just right. want to be left alone. <laughs> there, there's another thing about today, me going out and, you know, driving across the street to go get some food. Um, I carry a gun everywhere, right? And I, I, I go shopping in this place all the time. It's right across the street, but I pack heat. Just because it, you know, keys, cell phone, wallet, gun. It's just the thing I do. Right. And when I got, when I was like, all right, I'm going to go get something to eat. I was like, I'm not taking my gun. Because, <laughs> like, you know, if, like, if something happened, like I'd be like, an extra step. I, uh. Well, not, no, no, no. I, I'm, I thought about it. I was like, well, maybe I should just stick it in my pocket because you never know. And I'm like, if something happened to me, um, I probably would just wince like a, like a five-year-old. Like, oh, I don't want to get involved because that's the way it'd be. You know, I'm high. I don't want to fucking deal with any conflict. Yeah, well, but you, you, I don't know if I agree with that either, though. You know, what I mean. Oh, that's me. Yeah, and, I know. You know, I'm I'm not a I'm not a uh, high strong. I'm not, no, I'm not a high functioning pot smoker. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, you don't smoke so, that often. You you have your certain correct. times that you do it. I I, I know Scott <laughs> Ledger posted this out today. Uh, did you see that uh, Colorado was taking down the mile marker 420 sign and put up a 419.99 yeah, yeah. <laughs> instead of yeah. the 420? Just keep people from stealing it. That's not going to keep people from stealing because now, now, now they know that this is the reason why, and that's that's going to make it even more um, wanted. Wanted, right? Yeah, more wanted. This is the, this is the post legal uh, sign. 
<laughs> the four nineteen point nine nine. Right. This is the freedom sign. And the other th- um the other thing that gets me uh going on at least in Colorado is the banks won't take the money. And this actually kind of ties into the whole uh, concealed carry thing. The ga- banks won't take the money uh, mm-hmm. in Colorado. That that the you know what are we uh the eleven days in now? So they've had to have made about eleven million dollars, give or take. Like so I know in the first five days they 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 banked over five million dollars. Um, they're yeah. Pulled. Let's let's just call it a million dollars a day. Yeah, anyway. pretty much. We can probably put it at about there. Although most people by the fifth or sixth day have probably had their stock and probably won't right. go back for a couple right. days or whatever. Whatever. Let's just say five million in a week. Let's just because that we know. Right. Exactly. So the banks won't take the money. The, they won't allow it to be deposited in. Now, I don't. I don't know. I guess if you find a local state bank or something, maybe they won't give you a problem. I don't know. Uh, but with the no, 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 no. It's everybody. All banks. It's a federal banking because you know in order for FDIC. you to open up a financial right, you're right. You got to if you open up an, a, a a monetary business, you have certain laws that you have to abide by that are federal law, oh, state and federal laws. So no, so of course you know what I thought, right? What do you think? Bitcoin. Take a guess. Bitcoin. Exactly. <laughs> right. Convert into Bitcoin. Right. Well, let me finish. I also, I, okay, go ahead. Well, the, the CCW permit, the concealed carry permit, um, are state issued. So that's the only thing I could see. I know they have to follow federal guidelines and we do have, uh, reciprocity in other states. Uh, it's like what, 30 or 40 states or, or reciprocity I think states. It's 34, yeah, 34. Yeah, where you can carry in those states as long as you're licensed in one of the other states that are within their group. Uh, so maybe that's where they can get you federally, uh, with your CCW. But if your state has legalized it, then there's no reason because it would it should be your state that takes it away. Then so why would the state take it away if they've legalized? You know, if you have something legal, it's like, again we have this discussion. If you're on prescription drugs, um, you know your prescription drugs, you can still have a CCW. So I you know I don't see the difference between that and having a you know the legal ability to have marijuana. It's no different than the legal ability to have a prescription drug, other than the fact that they don't want you to really have marijuana. Well, the thing is, it's a federal federal law to, that you're breaking anyway by buying marijuana. You know. Uh, yeah. So but- these businesses are breaking that law. Why can't the banks? I wonder if a uh, if a if a what do you call those things? The not banks, but the um, oh, uh, credit union. Credit unions. I wonder if credit unions can do that, or if they they're accountable to federal. Well, they uh, still have to, well. they still have to be, I think they're still FDIC insured. So if they're FD, FC, FDIC no, 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 insured. Uh, no, they're not FDIC insured. They're actually, credit unions are, uh, insured by a credit union insurance policy. Oh, then maybe. So not, it's not, it's not backed by, um, the, uh, taxpayers. Well, maybe that's, uh, maybe that's the way around it then for them. Uh, I guess it's just something we'll have to wait and see. I, I just, I think we're getting to the point here. It's, it's, it's got too, it's gotten too much attention, too much traction. And I think we're getting to the point where they're just going to have to throw up their hands and, and give up on this one. Uh, if they were smart, they would. Um, I don't know. Well, if, if now there, all right. So now there's a missing hole in the market out there. Somebody should come up with, actually, if, if, if I was a guy that, that, that was out there, let's say had a pawn shop. I would say to these guys, listen, you know, I got a big ass safe. Come here, and I'll and I'll hold your money for you. And that way, that guy can then actually deposit the money into a uh, 
Yeah, but who, an account. who's going to secure that money, though? Who's going to insure that money? Who's going to, you know, if he gets robbed? Who cares about insurance? You know, who? the thing is, all right, so I, insurance, this consumer protectionism is really what's fucking up this country is because everybody, everybody wants the government to protect somebody. Meanwhile, you're not actually thinking. You know, you're, you're, it, it absolves you of any kind of critical thought. Um, such as the case with Bitcoin. People, most of the reason why people don't like Bitcoin is because it's not insured. If somebody steals your fucking shit, they steal your shit. It's gone. You know? Right. Right. And there's no law, there's no, there's nobody you can call to say, hey, you know, Joe Schmo stole my stuff. Um, and that's, that's, that's the actual best part of it is that you are the bank. Now, if, you know, if I had a hundred thousand dollars just laying around my fucking coffee table here and I had people coming in there all the time, you know, there's a good chance I'm going to get fucking pinched. You know? Yeah, pretty good one, but, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. Right, but if I had a hundred thousand dollars, uh, first of all, you guys wouldn't see me anymore. But if I had a hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> um, I would, you know, if, I would keep my mouth shut and I would keep it locked up, you know, cause it's, I gotta protect that shit. Well, that's the smartest thing to do is not talk about it. Uh, yeah, so. I, first rule of Fight Club. <laughs> and it's don't the talk NC- about Fight Club. NCUA. What's the NCUA? For the credit unions. NCUA, it's called? There you go. So whatever that means, do you know what yeah, that means? Yeah, it's not, it's not backed by tax dollars, it's, right? It's the National Credit Union Administration. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's taxpayer. Imagine, just think about that for a second. The FDIC, the Federal Deposit Insurance Company. It's taxpayer is, backed. Right. So it's such a, it, oh, it's such a fucking genius scheme, banking. It's so genius. I actually marvel at its genius Way it, it it takes money from you. Everything the federal government is a genius. Scheme. Working, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they got right. Not only is it is it working, but they got people defending it. They yeah. have Nobel laureate uh, economists that are defending the Federal Reserve. Oh, why? Oh, why do we have the Federal Reserve? You're just upset you didn't come up with it first. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I wish you know, somebody I, else I often... didn't come up with it. You know what? I often think to myself was like, if I had a, uh, if I had the ability to go back in time to kill one person, I figured it would be Mayor, uh, Rothschild. Oh God. Right? Well, that's and, really... and I would take his place. And just you know, I would do what he there. did. Yeah. Oh, you, you just would... continue with the scheme and get everything? Really, right. Uh... Instead of being the Rothschilds, it'd be the Cunninghams. <laughs> Thank God. Good. Every one of my houses wouldn't be a, a, a mansion. It'd be a fucking castle. You'd have That's to shows have... to go, you people. Everyone has a price. That's right. <laughs> you never know where that yeah, price I'm... is. I could be bought very cheap. <laughs> <laughs> For much less than that. <laughs> right. Uh, Dave, did you hear about the cop sentenced to just two years for anally assaulting dozens of black victims? Uh, no. This was Doesn't in- surprise me, though. What? What now? Milwaukee police officer Michael Vag... <laughs> Vaganini. Vagini? Vagini. Vag- <laughs> Michael Vagini repeatedly fingered black male sub- subjects, suspects' anal cavities. The suspects turned victims... <sighs> The suspects turned victims were sometimes as young as 15 years old. It is illegal for police officers to perform cavity searches. Only medical personnel are allowed to do this. Still, Milwaukee police officer or police chief Ed Flynn waited. Chief? Still, Milwaukee police chief Ed Flynn waited a couple of years to have vagina or vaginia. Vagina. V a g n i n i. Just call him Begadonis. <laughs> Begadonis. Call him Vagina. Investigated for assaulting more than a dozen victims. Vagina oh, was reportedly 
violent and did not use gloves during many of the illegal cavity searches. Oh, he stuck his raw finger up somebody's ass. When asked if he had a warrant, when asked if he had a warrant to conduct these searches, Vagina was known to laugh. According to one victim, the officer held a gun to his head as he touched his scrotum and probed his anus. The probing was so violent that the man's anus bled. Another time, the officer stuck his finger inside the anal cavity of a 15-year-old boy while touching his genitals. Oh, man. One man, Keon Canada. Where are they getting these stinking names from? (laughs) Keon Canada. This story is horrible. Was searched four separate times. Yeah. They're black people. I'm horrified right now. So, so, why? What does that have to do with anything? Anthony. They got all those crazy names. Oh, okay. Uh, four time, four separate times. Each time his anus was fingered and no drugs were found. According to the Journal Sentinel, the men that Vagina assaulted were all black. Some had drugs on them and others did not. However, several victims alleged that the officer planted drugs on them. Vagina was recently sentenced to 26 months in jail. He does not have to register as a sex offender since his plea deal voided the sexual assault charge against him. Four officers aided Vagina in his illegal search. (laughs) Jacob Knight, Jeffrey Dulhoff, Brian Kozalak, and Jason Mulka. Guilty. (laughs) They did not not perform any cavity searches, but they turned a blind eye to Vagina's actions and sometimes held victims down while the assaults occurred. That's Fucked up. They got paid leave during the investigation and subsequently were forced to quit the police force. Uh, Many are outraged by Vagina's punishment and claim it is not harsh (laughs) enough. They're outraged by by Vagina. Let me see this guy's name. V-A-G-N-I-N-I. Vagini. 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 Vagina. Let's just call him Vagina. That's enough. enough. Let's call him Stinky Vagina. Uh, So, yeah, that was... uh, (laughs) That was an interesting article. I figured uh just goes to show you if I did that it's or you not, did that. I'm not laughing well, at all, that article, but that name is ridiculous, you guys. That's ridiculous. You couldn't do that, Sean. If you, as a non-law enforcement person, you wouldn't have been able to assault that many people. Unless, of course, you were, you were a priest. Ugh. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But Man. You, in, your, in your job, let's just say you did it to the guy that you work with there where you work. Right. He turn around and beat the shit out of you for yeah, one. Would, yeah. yeah. And that's it. That's 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 where you would stop. You couldn't do it anymore because A, you might be fired, or B, you might get the shit beat out of you every single time you try. So it's only because these guys have guns and badges. Now I say this all the time that there are more the, the highest the occupation with the highest amount of murderers, rapists, and criminals are fucking law enforcement that's people. Very true. Postmen aren't doing this. You know, vacuum salesmen aren't truck drivers aren't well, some truck drivers are a little crazy. Somebody yes, the show. Are you anal probing, little <laughs> black boys? And they, do that to, they usually do that to willing people, you know, so, you know the, the people that are hitchhiking that they picked up on. Um, Got to keep to the book. If, any, if somebody can actually figure out that reference, it's from a movie. What reference? I wasn't even paying attention to you. Sorry. Got to keep to the book. Keep to the book. I have no clue. That's what movie it. is that? Never mind. All I'm right. not even going to explain it. It's going to be a long way. It's not going to be funny. <laughs> well, I'm sure somebody uh, out there got it. There you go. Oh, let's hope so. Oh, we covered yeah, that last week. I don't talk it. about that don't again. Don't worry. Uh, so I'll uh, give another hint. It, George Carlin said it, and he was in a it was in a movie, the very beginning of the movie. Anyway, anyway. keep going. Uh, All right. So yeah. So uh, cops suck, and and Vagina uh, likes to stick his finger in little boys' butts. Not yeah. all cops suck. There are they some all do. good ones. Dave and I got oh, this argument all the time. 
I forget what was it. Some of them are good people that went in there with good intentions and try to do the right thing and pay their bills and support their family, and they're not complete assholes. So, 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 how many mortgages have have caused rape? How many mortgages have caused rape? Yeah, right. Well, we got more. How many? Because people were paying for mortgages. I got to get a paycheck. You know, because I got, you know, my kid in school and, you know, my wife likes to shop and blah, blah, blah. And they, and they do these things in the name of, I gotta, I, I'm they just, don't have I'm just to rape people to keep their job. Well, they do. They don't have to, but they, Some they tend to. Some of them do, but not all of them. That's not Ooh, fair. Mike Myers got it. <laughs> he, got, he got the reference. Well, good job, See? Mike. See, there you go. At least he's paying attention then. Ding, That's ding, good. ding, ding, ding. <laughs> uh, while we're, while we're bashing cops, let's do some more. Uh, sorry guys, Aww, if we got any law man. enforcement out there listening, I apologize, I but we gotta, you know, we gotta point this I stuff don't out. Fuck you. <laughs> oh man, this Dave, is horrible. Dave, be nice. They're all not. I bad. don't know. I'm sorry. I don't like the concept of law enforcement. What did we get? Because what did we get in an argument about this week on Twitter or Facebook or something about a cop? And I said, see, they're not all bad. Do you remember what that was? What that no, story was? It was, was like two so or many, three arguments ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're getting so many arguments during the week. Um, we have another one here, and I haven't read this story yet, and this uh, it just came out two days ago, it looks like. I just pulled it off Facebook. It's the first time I saw it. Uh, this is out of Los Angeles. Uh, there's some video to go with it, so let's uh, let's hear what they have to say first. Armando Montalongo. Eh, YouTube. Armando Montalongo. Who the hell is Longo. this guy? Number one education company. Anyway, a uh, woman caught on camera tumbling out of police car says she was being sexually assaulted is the headline of this story. I want to get to the audio first. Hi, everyone, and thanks so much for joining us. I'm Susie Sa. It was caught on camera. A woman sprawled on the street after she fell out of a moving LAPD patrol car. Well, tonight, for the first time, she claims it happened after an officer sexually assaulted her. It's a story you'll see only here on KCAL 9. And Stacey Butler is live tonight in Montebello, really where she can't just turn the generator off. attorney. Stacey. And Susie, we just obtained the uh, lawsuit that the attorney, uh, uh, rather, Arnaldo uh, Casillas, uh, filed on behalf uh, of his client, is Kim that, Nguyen, when she filed this against Lawrence? the LAPD. Now, take a uh, look at this video. Uh, well, this, this video is old, right? That it claims no. to show the 27-year-old pharmacist bleeding January 9th, on the ground 2014. with her dress removed from we'll the waist the uh, down. Now, Nguyen claims an LAPD officer sexually assaulted her and acted negligently, causing her to fall out of a moving patrol car last March 17th. Casilla says uh, it all see, started when oh, yeah. Nguyen was apparently standing in front of a downtown restaurant with two male friends at a, just after 2 o'clock in the morning waiting for a cab. He says they had all been drinking. Now, Nguyen says that the officers pulled up, placed her in the back of the patrol car for public intoxication, but left her male drinking companions behind. In a tape deposition, Wynn described how one of the officers allegedly got in the back of the patrol car with her and sexually assaulted her as she was handcuffed. He was grabbing my left inner thigh, um, you know, trying to... I'm assuming opening my legs, um, uh, touching my chest, um, grabbing at it, um, pulling my ear to face me towards him. Casillas told us that Wynn spent more than two weeks in the hospital. She had her jaw wired shut. Uh, she has lost all of her teeth. And the LAPD told us, we reached out to them, and they said that they will not comment 
on pending litigation. Of course We're they live won't. tonight in Montebello. Stacy Butler, KCAL 9 News. Thank you, Stacy. Thank you, Stacy. So, uh, it's, we're seeing a lot more of this. Obviously, I think we're seeing a lot more of it, uh, because of video, because of the news cycle, how, how big it is and how everything gets out there now. Lexi and I, before the show, were watching The Green Mile. One of my favorite movies. And we were talking about, you know, the one crazy guy that spits on the cops throughout mm-hmm. the movie and everything. Uh, she made the comment, oh, you know, the, they don't, the one thing, would you say the one thing missing from this is the beatdowns? Yeah, it's, you know, because they're all so mild-mannered. There's just the one asshole cop, or guard, and the rest of them are, like, real cool about it. I mean, the guy spat in his face, and he's like, oh, I'm going to let you get away with that this one time. I, I couldn't see that flying this day and age. It wouldn't fly this day and age at all, but, yeah, but I would say back then it would I'm because men were men. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying what you're used to seeing now, it's hard to imagine that be not that happening watching then. Watching something right. like that and them not reacting in a violent way. But you got to remember back at that time frame of, of our country and, and Maybe. Uh, of humanity. I mean, you're assuming. Men were gent. No, men were gentlemen back then. Okay. Men were, were real men there? back then. No, but you, look at the old men we deal with now. Look at the age of, of these people now. Yeah, but you can tell that's. <laughs> how they were and i just i don't believe that that the things we hear and see happening now happened as so often you're saying we're all desensitized and we're all yeah we've a become more a, violent than we used to we've be? become a piece oh, of shit definitely. society yes okay i absolutely think so um all right so that was just i wanted to tag that in right. with that 40 years ago you could outrun the cops and then meet the guy the next day and they don't bother you today you go to try to outrun the cops you get shot yeah, right. And not only that, you know, they'll, they'll cause accidents and everything uh, everywhere else. And just here in, uh, just this, uh, January 1st, new law, new chase procedures, uh, came into play in St. Petersburg, Florida, because over the last year, there were two accidents, uh, caused by chasing, you know, a guy sold, you know, essentially a, a lollipop and they chased him down because they think it's fun. And now, you know, I, I'd be honest with you. I'd be, I'd love to chase fucking people if I had the chance. Well, plus I like I, I like driving like that. Plus but, we gotta um, fill the prisons. Don't forget, you know, there's yeah. there's there's extra money for that. You guys with your drama, majority. You're, you're just waiting for your next horror story to tell. <laughs> it, Sean's praying for a frigging epic, like a uh, hurricane to roll through. I'm I'm not really sure why. He just wants to see it happen. That's sick. That's really truly. Well, you got to keep in mind though that would actually help our economy out if no. we had it. Yes, it would. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna hang up. Did you even say that Keynesian economics bullshit? Well, yeah. That's what the Keynesian economics. If you, all right. Oh, (laughs) take a fucking commercial break. (laughs) Break time. Because once I start, I'm not shutting up. Uh, (laughs) All right, yeah, we got Bob Tuscan coming up in the second hour here. He's gonna be calling us because he's uh, got some things going on. So yeah, we're gonna roll out into the break here. We'll have some more discussion when we get back. Uh, You guys are listening to the first fifty-two on RazRadioLive.com. We'll talk to you in a few. She cries, wipe the tears from my eyes, making sure that they dry. My mind collect the sky. This form of finish fly. I gotta hit the road and kiss those lips goodbye. And the pleasure with the power, getting texts every hour. Honey needs my home, taking care of a flower. Make a move right, keep it warm every night. But you see my first love, be the one with the mic. Yeah, screaming my name, singing my name in the shower. She calls me all after hours. Cause you know she can't wait. She loves my rap superpower. I'm gonna buy her some flowers 
king, girl way above the rim. She be the perfect image here, blowing in the wind. Baby be the perfect sin, fulfilling all my fantasies. Midday loving, underneath the canopy. Sometimes it takes a man of me just to step away. Cause honey got a new trick each and every day. Damn, I'm down to play, but it's hard to keep my sanity. Questions all the time once we part of a family. I screaming my name, singing my name in the shower. She holds me off after hours. Tuscan from the IntelHub.com. You're listening to the first 52 on RAS Radio. The American Republic is in remnant status. The stage is set for our country eventually devolving into a military dictatorship, and few seem to care. My fellow patriots, we need a solution. I think we need everybody to read the Constitution. It's our right, it's our duty. Ignoring it is legal to abolish the current corrupt government. It's more is evil. It started a new one by the people for the people. We were born equal, but the government is making super soldiers like the born sequel. Getting ready for martial law, total lockdown. I wish for peace and knowledge with my genie lamp. At least you'll have your own cell at the FEMA camp. Fuck the CIA agency, I break it down from A to Z. They got the guts to say to me, don't protest or make a scene. Well, fuck it, let them taser me. I will not let them intimidate or face me. I am not insignificant and lazy. I don't even know what to say lately because the system made me crazy. We need a second American revolution. What a hell of a revolution. We need a second American revolution. We have a second American revolution. We need a second American revolution. We need a second American revolution. 
second American Guys, welcome back to First 52 on RazRadioLive.com. I hope you got your break on and did what you needed to do because we're going to go a whole another hour. Uh, gosh, we, got, we had some good conversations. I kind of tweaked Dave off at the end there. Maybe we'll, we can get into that uh, as we move forward here in our show. Uh, but now we have joining us our good old buddy. We'd love to have him on board with us, uh, Mr. Bob Tuscan. How you doing, bud? Actually, Dr. Bob Tuscan. Dr. Bob Tuscan. That's <laughs> yes. right. I always forget about that. <laughs> How are you guys? Doing good, Bob. Of course, I got my wife. She loves having you on, so she's sitting over here to my right. Uh, honey, want to say hi to Bob? Evening, doctor. <laughs> Hello. And, uh, of course, you, you already had a little discussion there during the break with uh, the four-toted one, Dave. Oh, God. <laughs> when, remember, when guests are on, don't say four-toed Jones. <laughs> 
<laughs> he knows you as four it's toes. It's just me. <laughs> no, I do it to him all the time. He gets so mad at me all the time. <laughs> and of course, one of my favorite, favorite drops I've got from Bob is. I'm, I'm emancipated. <laughs> That's like from the You've first. You've been waiting one. all day for that. <laughs> I have. All day. I had it put on the side burner. That was like the first interview I think we did with each other when you got that one. That was when we had Shifty on with us back in the beginning of Raz Radio. That was always a lot of what fun. Happened to that guy? Oh, yeah. he, he does his own show before us on Saturdays. He's still around. Maybe you should call him one day and give him a nice little argument. Oh, with him. gross! Don't. You'd have a lot of fun with that one. No. <laughs> Because he's nice. <laughs> he never called my show. I wanted him on my show. Yeah, you kept asking him to too. I remember that. Oh, so what's new in the world of Mr. Tusk or Doctor Tuscan? It's okay. You you can call me Bob, Sean. <laughs> you can call me Bob. Um, what's new? Let's see. The website's going full throttle. I, I I've decided. You know what? I'm tired of uh, messing around here. I'm going to post all the, you know, the original articles. I've been writing about two a day. And, uh, I'm going to put all the, you know, videos. I got a great YouTube video section now that I'm doing with my website. Um, I had another YouTube channel that was out like six, seven million, uh, YouTube hits. And then the thing was taken down. So I was a little discouraged by that. And, um, I didn't know if, I could, you know, it's, it takes the wind out of you. You put all this effort into something and then it's taken down and you're like, well, I don't want to do it again and get the same sort of, uh, result. So I said, you know, forget about it. I'm, I'm going for it. So I got, got the YouTube channel. It's, uh, it's, you know, moving and shaking and, uh, had a, a confrontation with Noam Chomsky about a month or so ago who I, um, <laughs> <laughs> disagree with on a number of different topics as much as I want to hold the guy in high regard I just I just can't. And this was a disagreement uh, over building 7, correct? It was a disagreement over 9/11, but also the nature of our economy. Um my friend and colleague Ed Sanders asked him about the Federal Reserve after the topic of 9/11 was taken off the table by the gatekeeping moderator at this event. Um my question was so confrontational and, and controversial that they said there will be no more questions this evening about 9-11 as if his answer was the definitive answer on the subject which it wasn't and i'll let the listeners and uh, folks out there make up their own mind um it, it was your typical bs gatekeeping answer from what i like to call a left gatekeeper because you see there's gatekeepers on both sides of this paradigm this left right paradigm and the left are fi is filled with some of the most disingenuous well i guess they are genuine uh gatekeepers in this case they're disingenuous in in general and um th they are the ones that you know go around saying we're anti-war we're against the establishment. These were the same folks that told you about Bush for eight years straight and how evil he was and how, you know, these are the guys that, uh, want out of Iraq and all these different, uh, wars that we're in. Yet they completely miss the entire false flag that got us into these conflicts to begin with. Mm -hmm. It's, it's like putting the, uh, Help me out with an analogy here. The uh, bread the, before the basket. How is the what the cart before the horse? There we go. Cart before the horse. I, I'm awful with analogies. Forgive me. <laughs> it's like one of those uh, analogies that Sean just said. 
it's it's amazing how you do see this because you do like you said you know you have all these people that rant and rave about anti-war uh they you know we don't see nearly the protests that we did when bush was in office uh when the left was all over the place protesting against the war and saying you know we have to stop this and now you see them cheering with the drone strikes and the death of of american citizens in, in foreign countries at the hand of their own government and uh, sure. It is a scary paradigm shift that we see because now the right doesn't know what to do because they're usually the ones that are all about war and going to kill people and and they don't want to support Obama but they they don't want to not support the war so I don't think they know what to do in their own heads sometimes. Did you see that um, parody about um, the start? Uh, What's well, a kickstart campaign to help Barry Sotero kickstart World War Three? No, I didn't see that Did you guys one. See that? Oh, I got, I got to look that up. Dave will look it up and send Hold it on. out for us. I'll, I'll look it up too, and I want to play that clip because this illustrates exactly what we're saying here. Wait, you guys got to hear this if you haven't heard it yet. And I'm sure some of the listeners have, but this is, this is gold. It, it really illustrates how the. I did hear it, but yeah, I like to hear it again. Yeah, I did. I oh, do remember. Did yeah, I do remember it, but if either one of you find it, Dave's got his finger up. I think he's here, got I, it. I, I got it. I got, I got it. it. Yeah. You want to play it? Can you play it as well? Yeah, he can play it as well. All right. No, I'm gonna, go I'm gonna, I'm gonna send it to you via Skype. Oh, okay. That way you can play it. Oh, I got it. There you go. I got it. You got it, Bob. All right, go All ahead. Right. All right. Here we go. It'll take a couple seconds here. Five seconds exactly for the YouTube monetization to fade away. Oh, you got YouTube. We call that getting YouTubed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, they have ad blockers that that stop that stuff. Do they? I need to get that. Hi, I'm Steve. I'm Irene. I'm Lisa. My name is Tom. I'm a graphic designer. College freshman. Stay-at-home mom with a full-time job. Scholar on social policy and a barista. And I'm just like you. I'm an Obama supporter. I support President Obama. But the president needs your help. Our president can't launch into another war without you. And remember, when we voted for him in 2008 and 2012, we promised to support him no matter what. Together, we can do it. That's why we here at the Americans for Whatever Barack Obama Wants, Did You Know He's Friends with Jay-Z, have launched a Kickstarter <laughs> campaign to fund World War III. And America is dead-ass broke. So our goal is to raise $1.6 trillion on behalf of the U.S. government. That's where you come in. Even a small donation would make all the difference. What is World War III Project? is a very important, very progressive war that Obama tells me is very important. So it must be. <laughs> When I first saw the president speak in 2008 in a YouTube clip posted to my Facebook page, I knew he was going to be right all the time. So I support World War III and four. And I mean, the president may want to start. I mean, there is no way that he or the cabal of corporate interests, spy agencies, and shadow bankers that tell him what to do would ever mislead us. <laughs> Who, who did Why donate? The, who did that uh, video? 1.6 trillion. Oh, this is uh, the Second City Network. Dollars that we raise will help create a war that truly puts the liberal in neoliberal. There will be millions of troops, thousands of organic grass-fed bombs, hybrid Prius tanks, rockets controlled by iPads, and drones that play the Lumineers while they attack. World War III is not going to be like those other Republican wars fought on just 1% of the world. 
This war is going to be fought in 99% of the world. It'll be everywhere. Russia, China, Africa, Cincinnati, your favorite brunch spot, the one with those kick-ass ranchero breakfast burritos. Everywhere. World War III will also be the most social media-focused war ever. It'll be all over Twitter, Facebook, Vine, Pinterest, and whatever eventually replaces Pinterest. And I mean, just think of all the hilarious gifts we can make of cats reacting to their owners' homes being obliterated. <laughs> Lots of shock, but tons of aww. And come on, guys, how good will Michelle's arms look in sleeveless army fatigues? <laughs> What's in it for you? We have a lot of great rewards for our donors. If you donate ten dollars to the World War Three Project, you'll get a shout out on social media. Hashtag thank you. A twenty-five dollar donation will get you a piece of rubble from a war-torn Middle Eastern country kissed by Senator Lindsey Graham. A hundred dollar donation gets you a day pass to leave your local refugee camp. You'll probably end up in a refugee camp, but it'll have free Wi-Fi. And a ten million dollar donation gets you your own senator for a year. <laughs> so please help us reach our goal of one point six trillion dollars, so we can make World War Three a reality. Why? Because Obama. Because Obama. <laughs> Because Obama. What? Because Obama. Gotta yeah. love it. That's really what. Uh, and by the way, that was paid for by the uh, Coke Industries. <laughs> was it the, the, the video? Was? <laughs> yeah, the co well, no. That, I mean, that's the joke. It was I mean. being joke. It'd be joke. I gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's it's really confusing. I'm sure. You know, the supporters, you, you see people, even, even Morgan, John Morgan, Dave, in the interview with Bubba the other day, he, uh, he started talking about how, you know, they got in the whole discussion about Obama and he's like, well, you know, if you like Osama bin Laden dead and you like the banks being solvent and you like, uh, the car industry being back up and blah, 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 and you should be happy with Obama. And I'm, Who I said I, this, uh, John Morgan from Morgan and Morgan. They had an interview talking about his push to, uh, legalize oh, the marijuana guy in Florida. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and he was like, they got into this little thing about Obama, and he's obviously, I know his wife's a Republican, and, and he's talked about that in the past, that they fight about that, but he's sitting there praising Obama and talking about how, uh, he's going up to, to hang out with Clinton for his birthday this weekend, and he's gonna see Obama in a, in a week or two at the White House, and it's just, you wanna like the guy for what he's doing with the medical marijuana movement, um, but then you hear this end of it, and it's like, man, you know, you, just as you get me to start liking you, You know, why do you have to ruin things you know, for why me? Why do you have to ruin it for me? I hate when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's very, it's gotta be confusing. And I'm so glad I, I don't support anybody really in politics anymore. Yeah. Um, but uh, how do you go, how do you change your whole paradigm? How do you change your whole way of believing from complete anti-war to, To, okay, you know, we have to do it because he wants us to do it. You know, what does that do to your mind? Two words, cognitive dissonance. Yeah, I'm glad you said it because I usually screw that word up when I try to say it. <laughs> It's a big joke here, too. He, he throws a few T's in that word. Yeah, cognitive. Dissonance. <laughs> I mean, the concept is they're basically they're completely oblivious to what's going on, and, and it's all about their favorite football team. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, it's great. All good and, you know... In Rome, but, uh, when not it, when it comes to, uh, these issues. And the same thing with Noam Chomsky. These people blindly support this guy because he's progressive, because he's an intellectual 
who has been a part of the anti-war movement for so long. And really, when it comes uh, down to things, he's just another gatekeeper, another person who wants to neglect the, the real issues, the real behind-the-scene players that are involved with all this. So what's your new, you know, just like uh, Popeye from Federal Jack, I think he had eight or nine YouTubes that got taken down and he just kept putting them back up. What's uh, what's the title for your new one? Is it still you know, Bob Tuscan or? Yeah, it's it's simply Bob Tuscan. Okay, so people can find and all your videos on there, including that Noam, Ch- Noam Chomsky one. Uh, which yeah, no, Noam Chomsky. Chomsky. G-N-O-M-E. <laughs> Pronunciation is important. I, I think he's being a smart aleck. No. Chomsky. Chomsky. <laughs> Lexi's like, yeah, okay, shut up. Um, <laughs> one of the articles I picked up from you this past week, I had seen it prior on the Drudge, but I picked up your version of it and mirrored it over on my site, uh, kind of changed the title up a little bit just to grab some attention. Uh, we don't have time for this, the murder of an 18-year-old. Oh, um, yeah. I have I've been, I've been on fire about that all week. Yeah, let me play the audio from it, um, and then we'll talk about that one, because I've been waiting for you on this one, because I've had it up all show so far. So sit tight. Let's hear the audio on this real fast. Hopefully I don't get YouTubed as it's loading. Family says there we their go. call for help ends in the death of their son. Good evening and thanks for joining us. I'm Craig Reck. Officers responded to a call on President Drive in Boiling Spring Lakes this afternoon in Brunswick County. That's where we talked to a family who says officers shot and killed their son. WECT's Casey Cunningham just got back from the scene and is in the studio now with what we know so far. Casey? Craig, as soon as I got to the scene, I talked to a family who say their 18-year-old son, Keith Vidal, was shot by police. They say they called police to get some help with their schizophrenic son, who was having a bad day. But they tell me they never imagined it would end like this. Mark Wisely says the victim is his son. He said he and his wife, Mary, have had to call the police several times for help in getting their son to the hospital so he can get his medication adjusted for his mental illness. They say police tased their son twice and had him restrained. But that's when they say one officer said, quote, we don't have time for this and shot their son right in front of them. They said their son was holding a small screwdriver, but it was not a threat to police. What's that, Dave? What do you got? I wanted you to pause that because I wanted that to settle in. Which one? They they tased him twice and had him tied down. They had him restrained. And then the cop, the third cop showed up and said, I don't have time for this and shot the guy. They already had him restrained. He just came. It basically is an assassination. Yep. All right. Let's get through. This won't be the first time we've seen this. Let's get through the rest of this and we'll get in some discussion about it. Right now, they have questions for police. Why this cop killed my son in cold blood? There was no reason to shoot this kid. You talk to the kid. You don't shoot him. You don't kill him. So now, you know, our son's dead because these people haven't got time to talk to a kid for 10 minutes. Now, details are limited from investigators. But at this point, we know District Attorney John David was on the scene. David says he, along with the BSL police and the Southport police, have asked for an outside investigation. They tell us the FBI is now investing the case, investigating the case. Spit of course, we'll keep you updated with anything we find out on WECT.com. Reporting live in the studio. So, Bob, you said you've been on fire about this one this week. Uh, tell me your thoughts on it, where you're standing with it. Well, there's a couple of different things that I've been actively working on in, in regards to this case. Um, Tuesday... During uh, a guest host spot on uh, John Stadmiller's show, 
I called the uh, police department live on the air and uh, demanded some answers. Of course, I got the typical response from the bureaucrat who answers the phone. I can't comment on this, sir. I'm not at liberty to say, but it's an active investigation. They passed the buck to the FBI agent. Now, this was the Southport Police Department officer who shot down uh, this 90-pound, 18-year-old kid as he was being restrained by two other officers and after they had tased him twice. Right. Okay, so that that's an important context to, to add here. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I don't know how you could justify these actions. Now, here's what I wanted to say about this. As I'm hosting this show, it's a nationally syndicated show. He's got a real decent-sized audience. As I'm guest hosting, I get a call from Bruce. I believe that's what his name was. Not that his name matters. Bruce is in Alabama, and he identified himself as a retired sheriff officer, a 30-year veteran uh, who is now retired. Bruce basically was a complete apologist for this case. And we went back and forth, back and forth, and this police officer uh who was rational when it comes to other things. I kind of quizzed him and said, so are you a fan of the war on drugs? And he said, no, I think it's a failure. Okay. I said, well, you know, you're on the same page when it comes to 9-11 and these other topics. Yeah, he was pretty much on the same page. But he says, unless I had, unless you've been in that situation, and he had a thick, I don't think he was originally from Alabama. He sounded like he was from where you're from. You know, he had that act. Hey, unless you were from, <laughs> unless you've been in that situation, uh, you don't know what happened. That I Jersey, New York accent. Yeah, one of those tri-state area <laughs> accents. One of those wise guys. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he was going off on me and I was going back and forth with this guy. And then I saw this, uh, this article that I have posted on the front page of BobTuscan.com about a police group called the Benevolent. North Carolina Police Benevolent Association, uh, because the police are always benevolent. There, there's never, never been a benevolent police officer. And, and, uh, and as much as I try to, you know, preface everything that I said with, I have nothing against law enforcement. I'm a big fan of the elected sheriff's office and, and the constitutional sheriff and the notion of a peace officer to an extent. I think uh, Fortota and I are, are probably more extreme than your average person, but at least on paper, it sounds good. And in reality, I, I question the need for uh, these bureaucrats with costumes and shiny badges at all. But on paper, you know, I'm all for respecting these guys and their jobs and their oaths to the constitution, to the constitution, and all that stuff. And then I read about this, again, police group that says the detective who fatally shot the mentally ill teen acted justly. And my question is, which way are you slicing this that somehow you come out with that conclusion? I don't care if I wasn't there. His parents watched the kid pinned down as he was being executed. you got to be out of your flipping mind to come out of this by saying, oh, yeah, he was justified. Okay, there's, I mean, and then I asked this guy, what would it take for it, for this officer not to have been justified? What does it take? Would this guy have to have 
a million witnesses watching the kid be executed live on television for it to no longer be justified. I mean, what does it take? Right. And that's the problem. So many of these, and not to generalize, but so many of these police officers are just blanketly accepting what, what they uh, see as the actions of their fellow officer because they've been there and they've dealt with crazy people as if that's uh, a justification to, again, execute this 90-pound-year-old kid. I mean, you can't make more of a shocking and compelling case on paper uh, for a complete crime, a complete uh, malevolent, not benevolent, a malevolent action. And on top of that, this police officer is on leave as of last I checked. He's on leave. That's paid vacation. I was going to say paid leave, leave, I'm sure, too. Yeah, paid leave, paid vacation. Anybody else? You, me, anybody else behind bars. Yep, absolutely. Before you came on, we talked about the uh, cop in, I forget where it was, but he he just got uh, put in jail for anally probing, you know, multiple black teens. Um, I don't know if you saw that article or not. I have it up on Raz, uh, razradiolive.com. He he got uh he got two years, uh for like six or seven counts, uh over multiple years of just non-gloved anally probing, uh as young as fifteen-year-old males, um and and the question comes, you know what is the line? You know if, if you recall back uh '09, I believe it was the assassination on the train platform with the black guy that was the guy that was handcuffed face down, yep. and the cop shot him through the back. You know, yeah, through the back. Yep. Then we got this case of uh, the friend of the Zernaya brothers or mm-hmm. whatever those Boston guys. What was their name? Zernaya, something it's, like that? Something, yeah, I could never say their name, so oh, I yeah. never really did. <laughs> their, their friend in uh, Orlando, just mm-hmm. up the road from us. Yep, assassinated. Uh, what was he, shot eight times from behind or something ridiculous yeah, like that? They had like him that. unarmed. And he had, yeah, he had no gun. No gun. He was in handcuffs, and they they killed the guy. And and the crazy thing is, talking talking about uh, people who are completely oblivious, it's not like they cover it up. They report these stories in a fashion where anybody who has even the the slightest common sense and cognitive ability would say, "Wow, something's up here." So they put it right in front of our faces, right? the sad thing is there's still a good percentage of people that will accept what they're told and they won't not necessarily accept what they're told, but they won't even think twice about it. They'll just accept it and they don't even think to themselves, wow, maybe being shot seven times from behind after being on being uh, said you were unarmed is uh, a little bit of a problem there. Well, the problem is you got a lot of people out there that are, uh, I don't want to say badge lovers, but they, they look at a police officer and go, man, he's out there every day protecting us, putting his life on the line, and, you know, he's a hero. And I got into a Twitter debate with somebody once about he's a hero. Uh, she was calling me a piece of shit because I was on, I do a, a segment on uh, Shannon Burke's show, uh, and I was, you know, every once in a while I got a bunch of these cop stories together, and I really rant on them, and, of course, they all come attacking me on Twitter. And, you know, she's like, how can you say this? You know, he's a hero. They're out there protecting, you know, our lives every day. And, you know, they risk their lives. I said, well, if you're going to call them a hero uh, and you're going to call me a piece of shit, 
wouldn't I really be a hero also in your mind then? I said, you know, I was in the Army. I served in the Army. I did eight years of, of EMS, volunteer EMS, risking my life every time I stepped on that ambulance and walked into a stranger's house. I said, wouldn't that make me a hero also? And her response was, well, that's not the same thing. <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me? You know, the, the, you people have been so programmed to just believe that cops are always right. And I think that's the problem we're seeing now. Um, I, I think the protests we've been seeing, I think it was in Italy, if I'm not mistaken, the, the new thing protesters over there are doing is they're, they're holding mirrors at these cops as they're standing there in their riot gear. I like that. And I think that's a great, have you seen these pictures yet? I haven't, but I like that. I'm gonna have to check that out. It's a great, yeah, they're, they're standing there and the cops are in their riot gear right up in front of them and they're all holding mirrors back at the cops and they're going, you, this, we are you, you are us. You know, I think that's a great idea if you, if you're out there protesting, if you're somebody listening who does that, consider that. Now, here in America, they might say that it's a weapon and they might use that to, you know, sure, come after sure. you some more. Cause... It's a friggin' mirror. <laughs> when I look in a mirror, it's definitely a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Bob, I've seen because pictures of you. It's kind of scary. <laughs> breaks instantly. And then it's, you know, a shank. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I, I think that's part of the problem is we've been so programmed. Uh, and I was... I'll be honest, I was like this myself at one point in time. You know, well, oh. it's, a, it's a blind acceptance. You, it, it, we've been exposed to it so much anymore that it's easy to just go, oh, that happened, you know, and not think twice about it. So many people are into something that they can gossip about or, you know, something that's not tragic. They'll just see that and that's part of the news and everyone will go, oh, I, I can't hardly watch the news because it's so sad anymore. You know, but they don't really think about what's going on or pay attention. It just, they see that it happened and they move along. You know, they go search something happy for a minute online and, and they're fine again and they don't give it a second thought and they don't discuss it. And that's common. I mean, if you, if you go to work, most of the people that at least I work with, they don't pay attention to that. They don't care. That's, you know, that was the portion of the news that they could have cared less about. And they're switching over to Comedy Central and that's the end of their day. You know, it's not. It is it's sad. It's the thought. unfortunate truth that most people don't care. They just don't care because it's sad and they don't want to feel that way. Well, Bob, how do we change that, you think? what You know, I know we've got cop block out there. We've got filming police. We've got. Um, I can't even, I know there's so many organizations now that are popping sure. up that are, that are really trying to keep, uh, police accountable. How can we change, um, you know, the, the football head, the, the sport head to pay attention to this, to really, do we have, has got to wait till it happens to the them? Lazy. That's exactly what I was going to say. Beat, beat me to the punch there. Yeah. Have a, have a cop kill their kid. You know, it, that's, that's so horrible. <laughs> what the hell? Well, I wish that God. upon not even my worst enemy, of course. But the point being that for these folks, it's out of sight, out of mind. Not in my backyard. I don't care. Exactly. And uh, that's the scary thing. You know, we were t we talk about the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. A million people dead over there. Nobody cares. Not in their backyard. Exactly. Not, not their neighbor. Not their kid. It's human nature to be sort of selfish and self-serving. And it's nothing against human beings. It's just how we are. And it's hard to think outside your family or to care I about. I don't know that I deal with that. There, there are that. plenty of people that way. That well, when you get I down to brass tacks, they care more about themselves 
and their income and what they can do for themselves. Even if they're doing something out of an act of charity, they're looking around to see how many people are watching and paying attention. Is it their nature? I think so. I think it is human nature. I think, I think it's sort of something that's become part of the system now. It's just how human beings seem to interact anymore is in a self-serving way. Before our break, before you join us, Bob, we were talking about the green mile and, uh, you remember in there that you've seen the Green Mile, right? It's been a long time, but yes. All right, you remember the crazy guy that we kept spitting in the cops' face or in the circ- in the uh, guards' faces? Yes. All right, we were talking about that, and her comment when we were watching it again was, you know, you, you, they're they're missing one factor is the beatdown of this guy. And I said, well, if you think about it, back in the thirties and forties when that movie was based, men were men. They had they were they were gentlemen. They they had respect. They had uh, a different a different way of being and we were totally different people back then it it mentally i believe at least now i don't know if you you, if you see that same comparison or not or uh, i think that's the point she's i I don't think she realizes she just backed up my argument from earlier that people have changed Um, but i know you disagreed a little bit so what was your disagreeance on that well the whole idea of it being nature here here's my take on it um and i complete i'm on the same page with you as far as that attitude being prevalent and without a doubt existing. Um, so we don't have any disagreement there. But whether or not it's our nature or whether or not it's something, it's the whole discussion of nature versus nurture. You know, we've, we've talked about that before in general. Nature versus nurture. Is it, are you born that way or is it your environment? Is it your upbringing? Well, we are a product of our environment and it becomes one's nature and look at our environment. And what we're exposed Sucks. to. Well, but then that's that's nurture, not nature. Nature is how we're born. It's like the picture I put up uh, the other day on Facebook. Uh, nobody's born a racist, and it's the the lady holding the baby, and she's turned away I, from the black man, and the baby's I, I reaching get, towards him. I get what you're saying, the difference between the two. You know, maybe I'm choosing the wrong word, but nevertheless. I, I see what you mean by when you use it as as in that's their nature. Uh, as in that's their, part of their, their MO, you know, their right. attitude. Exactly. Right? But, but is it, is it in, is it how they were born? And that's the, that's the philosophical. Well, no one's born that, that way. It's all learned. That's how it's most learned. of us are becoming. Here's, here's the example I use. And I, I think this is mostly a product of scarcity. I think that right there is the core concept behind these sorts of behaviors. And Pavlov, you guys know Pavlov, he did the test with the, with the dogs. Right. Where, you know, he'd ring the bell and all that and they salivate. Well, he also did a test with chickens where he provided those chickens with an abundance of food and water. And whenever they were hungry, they would go to a feeder and there would always be as much food and water as they could possibly ever want. Well, he observed their behaviors under this condition of complete abundance and he's, you know, they were acting like happy little chickens, whatever that that is. Well, he then introduced scarcity of that food and water, and he took away some some of the food, and then he would put a whole bunch back after these new conditions of scarcity, and only then did the certain aberrant behaviors come up. Only then did they start to hoard for the first time, where they would store some of the food. Only then did they start to steal from one another. Then the pecking order all developed. And then he could even get them, if he manipulated them hard enough with the scarcity of food and water, to kill one another. He could get these chickens to kill each other. 
Um, and that right there, in my eyes, is the game, is the system that has an overwhelming influence on our behaviors. Mm-hmm. No, we're not chickens. <laughs> but the same sort of thing <laughs> definitely does apply to our behaviors. We want to, all we care about is our just over broke and putting food on the table. And we're, you know, we're living in this social Darwinist type, uh, world and, uh, everything else we don't care about. But no, that's not, that's not really what I believe uh, as a spiritual person we're destined to be. Uh, Darwin, for instance, everybody talks about Darwin and his survival of the fittest, you know, uh, natural selection. And if you look up the term survival of fittest and you do a search in all of Darwin's work, it only comes up, but maybe a couple times. So what, what it's, what he really said is interesting because what he really said was that human beings possessed a different quality than other animals in nature. And that as human beings, which, uh, is the only mammal that loves and cares beyond their kinship as human beings, we ha- we possess this quality of being custodians of this earth and and being um, able to potentially evolve to a higher place. And I know that sounds uh, a bit uh, Pollyannish, but that's what Darwin thought. Uh, instead, we live in a world where social Darwinists have taken this concept of survival of the fittest, and we have one giant pyramid essentially with the elitist scumbags, the powers that shouldn't be at the top of the pyramid. And they they recognize that uh, if they keep us fighting amongst ourselves in this divide-and-conquer-based system of scarcity, that uh, they'll be able to conquer and get their end result that they want. Right. We're guinea pigs in a global science experiment. That's all, pretty much. you know, pretty much well, that's going on. But I disagree in the fact that we're the only beings that are able to love outside of our family. There are other animals that have shown to possess those qualities, but I do think that we're capable of a lot more than what we're putting out right now. And we're limited because we're so focused on trivial things in our life that we we're just we're not able to progress in the way that we should be at this point in in the game. Well, is that because the social engineers have pushed us back? You know, like like I was saying. Yeah, you know, I think I think we've been retarded yeah. majorly. Certainly in part. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, Bob. They, go ahead, Dave. Do you have a um, a solution to your to this issue? <laughs> That's a big question. <laughs> a solution to it? scarcity. Well, a solution to being, you know, the guinea pig in a global experiment. Well, we have to address the scarcity issue. Um, because that right there is what keeps us under control. Because, listen, if there's no scarcity, then they can't control us. You know, there's, there's no, I mean, they well, can kill us. Well, that's also, scarcity is a choice. I mean, it will. <clears throat> is it? The scarcity well, is produced. It's, it's done I'm, on purpose, I believe. I have the le- the, I have the, the least amount of anything I've ever had in my life currently, and I feel more free than I've ever had in my entire life because nobody now reigns over me. Ah, see, I what have, you're getting at here, though, is, to... is a mindset that people will come to when they're not a product of this uh, manipulation. So ultimately, the, the mindset you have is a mature one that is one of abundance. Um, and I'm not just talking about scarce, scarcity of worldly goods. 
I'm also talking about scarcity of your mind or your health or your lifespan. Um, and the powers that shouldn't be, they're very much interested in the lifespan part of things. That's one thing they, they can't control the abundance of. You know, they can print money all day long. They can build tanks all night long. But at the end of the day, they got to deal with wiping their tuchus and dropping dead. Yeah, um, but they are that, living very long. And that's why there's this big push to be, you know, a transhumanist. Um, transhumanism is, is a, a major theme of, of this new world order or whatever you want to call it. Um, but uh, Mike... I only know you as four toed. It's Mike, right? Dave. 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 I'm sorry. I knew. I knew that didn't sound right. Dave. Um, in 1913, we had the ability to produce more food on the farms than ever before. Uh, one machine could take the place of millions of human beings' physical labor. So technology uh, was, in many respects, uh, our stepping. Our stepping stool, stepping stone. What, what's the word I'm looking for? Is it a stepping stool? Either way. Stepping stone. Stepping stone, yeah. I say stuff all the time. I'm like, does that make sense? Does that sound <laughs> that right? doesn't sound right. <laughs> no. This is, this is the show to do that on, too. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> we don't have a great command of the English language. I don't either. I'm a talk show host, but doesn't know I, doesn't mean I actually know how to speak. Um, right. So, yeah, so the, the, Technology was supposed to get us to this place of abundance, but what happened was, now that we had this ability to produce more food on the uh, on the farms than ever before, and we didn't need the same amount of physical labor, that hurt the jobs that were once there, and that also hurt the basic, um, I hate to call it a law, but the basic law of supply and demand, because there was so much more supply, and that's how we've valued things, is based on their scarcity, Versus their abundance, the the prices crashed, and that's in part what happened with the Great Depression. So what did they do? They poured milk down the drain, burnt fields, destroyed crops, while people were waiting in in food lines because they were supposedly hungry. Um, if people were to have truly experienced the um, progression that human beings had um, had uh, inherited, then they wouldn't have had, um, all these scarcity based manipulations control their actions for the next a hundred years. And the bottom line is at some point, if you have a toaster oven and there's no value in hoarding other toaster ovens because you can't get anything from it because there's toaster ovens everywhere you look, then you're not going to care to hoard these other toaster ovens. Um, th- that made no sense. Hopefully it did make some sense. But the point being, it, if air, for instance, well, this is changing too, but air is in complete abundance. You can't manipulate people's behavior by taking air away from them. Well, Yet. Can't. Yet. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. But if I they mean, keep spraying the chemtrails, you know, the air is going to be oh, very scarce sure. then. Shannon rule, Shannon rule, Shannon rule, Shannon rule. We're not on Shannon Burke's show, we're on my show. Does he know <laughs> what I'm talking Shannon? Anyway. No, he hates talking about chemtrails. What's up his ass? 
Did you hear Rush Limbaugh talking about chemtrails? Oh, no, man. I did not. So essentially, the solution that we were getting to here was that if we become more self-sufficient and produce food and other materials for ourselves, yeah. exactly. that well, that would offer less scarcity, and I, and we need to do it on a mass scale, and that would be our our simplest and most complicated method in order to resolve our problem. I don't know why I'm here. I, Goodbye. <laughs> I think I think you're advocating a resource-based economy. I'm not advocating a resource-based economy. I've met with Jock Fresco. He stole most of his ideas from the organization that I learned a lot of this information from, which is known as Technocracy, which was developed in the 19-teens. And, um, well, that's not hard to believe considering Jock is 200 years old. Yeah, but, no, I was uh, going to say he was probably born then. Well, he, no, he was in that, <laughs> he was in his thirties then. Um, mm. but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so the, but the idea is not a resource-based economy because that implies scarcity and an allocation of resources, which is essentially communism. The idea is more so post-scarcity economics. That's the term I like to go with. And I'm not necessarily saying that's the end-all solution or that we're going to be able to um, go to that in any near future, but um, it, it's the one that, at least on paper, makes the most sense. In the meantime, everything uh, Lexi just said is what I have uh, as far as my vision of an, an interim solution to, to get us less vulnerable and less uh, under the control of these uh, powers that shouldn't be. Which we know that they make it more difficult for us to do that. I mean, we've had this discussion before on the show with you uh, between, you know, you see people doing gardens and having the county tell them they have to rip them up and uh, different yeah. things like that. We, we definitely see them trying to prevent us from doing that. Again, engineering that, 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 uh, that loss of, what, what was it, uh, Scarcity. Scarcity, yeah. That Engineering that scarcity yet again. Well, if we're yeah, but, not uh, dependent, they have no power. So exactly. they have to prolong that situation and preserve it. So, well, of course, they're having them rip up their gardens. <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. Sorry. I submit that there isn't a scarcity problem, right? Because well, no, there's people, not. people are going hungry tonight, going to bed hungry tonight, not because there's not enough food in this country. It's because they don't have enough money to buy th said food. So anybody that tells you, oh, we should have these GMOs so that there's more food, that's not the problem. Well, money is debt, and debt is scarcity. So and, there you go. And ask yourself, why do they not have any money? Why do they not have a job? You know, what is those reasonings? Well, we see was a Chrysler just moved to Italy with support from the U.S. government to take their factories over there. No, uh, Fiat actually just bought Chrysler, so it's not... It's true, they, they, they do control the, the, the trade, but, uh, I mean, the, the sailing of the business, but this is what happened. The, 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 uh, the government bailed them out at a loss, and because they did so well post, uh, the American bailout, that they were able to sell to another company. Right, which because now- Because Fiat's doing bad, and the reason why they bought Chrysler is because they're trying to, um Recover themselves. Right. Right, which has done what now? It's caused more people to lose jobs. You know, and it's caused this cycle yep. to continue. And that's a big problem. You know, I'm, 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 I, I know you want to be, you're an anarchist, Dave, you want, 
You Voluntarist. want voluntarists. I'm sorry. I always call you an anarchist. You get mad at me. You want, you know, just do your, do your own thing. You don't want the government there to back you up. You don't want the government there to, to support, which I'm, I'm not against most of what you believe in. You know that, but we, we've allowed, we've allowed other countries to come here and sell things to us at a, at a limited taxation with no imports, with all these different fees are not getting paid, but yet our companies here in America, are being hit with that stuff, and that's part of building the scarcity and, and eliminating the jobs and things like that, which I think is part of the problem. I don't know. Well, in, in a voluntary society, there would be no tariffs just because of a border. So it would, it would, the free market would prevail, or not prevail. Would would uh, you know the if somebody in another country was doing it better, that would just motivate people in this country to do something better. Instead of having them to pay off the government to say, hey, listen, apply a levy to these Japanese cars so that we could still be making these piece of shit Chrysler Aries K. What's your thought on that, Bob? Do, do I'm just thinking of, I'm, I got completely distracted. I'm just thinking about cash for clunkers, man. When are they going to bring that back? Jesus. <laughs> I wouldn't give up my old car. I have a 1998 and I would never give that up. We just it was had- 98? My truck, yeah, my Jimmy's a 98. And oh, I, and, good. So I have an older car than you have. Yeah, and you're, I love your truck. But, see, we Me were too. just forced to, well, not forced, but my wife's car was had it. It was at the end of its leg. And we went out and had to buy a new car, a brand new car, um, you know, which put us back a little bit. Uh, but it was necessary. Uh, and we bought an American, we bought a Kia. You know, is there really an American car anymore, I guess, would be the question, because we know that majority of the parts don't come from America, even though they're assembled here. Uh, and they make sure they advertise it as assembled here. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. I just feel that we need to try more here in our own country to support our own people to try to get things rolling again. And I don't see that happening. Um, well, you're in, you, you have that power. Well, I know I have that power. I try you to buy. You just buy locally, yeah. yeah Sometimes do you don't. Know, you buy the Kia. Most, all right, that money's being shipped offshore. But, you know, there are jobs that are, that are created here, you know. Eh, I wouldn't worry about it, man. Stop worrying about the borders. I fly to China to buy all my vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> Was it? I just, I actually just watched. I watched this show called uh, Top Gear. It's an English show. Well, there's one here in America now too, which sucks. But um, they just did a special on the Chinese cars. They have such really nice cars. They just came. We, we they can't export them over here because of, you know some bullshit laws. But they have really really nice cars. And and in the near future. Um, most of the world is going to be owning Chinese cars. Because you got to understand, we own Japanese cars, you know, Hondas and Nissan. They're j- Japanese. We don't have Chinese cars. Well, you know what's funny about that, David? Because I just read an article from Time. I, I got a bunch of Times from one of our residents that's not in town here. He got injured, so he didn't come back. And uh, he had a bunch of Times, so I figured I'd grab them up. And I, I've been reading them. And, and the one article was about why doesn't China invent it just manufactures? And it was talking about the top five selling cars in China are all foreign cars. They're not Chinese cars. And the only Chinese car selling is like rated top in the top 10 and it's like number 10. So I don't necessarily know if I agree with that a hundred percent. Um, I want to shift over real fast, Bob, uh, cause I know this is something that really Lexi's been focusing on a lot. And I, I don't really look at it too much cause there's not much we can do about it at this point in time. But what's your thoughts on uh, Fukushima and 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 uh, you know apparently we've been getting you know massive radiation spikes along the the uh, California coast and up along that coastline there, 
Uh, where do you stand on on Fukushima or Fukushima or however the hell you want to say Fukushima? Fukushima. Fukushima. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that before uh, you even asked me because um, it, it's an important issue. And as far as us not being able to do anything, well, we can mitigate the exposure to uh, the high levels of radiation that are not hitting us as hard here in Florida, but have definitely been a factor on the West Coast and have definitely been a factor in the oceans. Um, there's no doubt that there have been 300-plus tons. This is TEPCO's own uh, announcement. There has been 300-plus tons of radioactive water being flooded into the oceans on a daily basis. Um, that's no bueno. Uh, the Pacific Ocean has quite a bit of algae in it. Algae's a pain in the ass when you live in Florida, you know. Algae. Get that Red shit time. off my, get that off my pool, out of my pipes, <laughs> you know. Nobody likes algae here. But, uh, what we fail to realize, well, you guys don't, but most people fail to realize, is that the algae in the ocean is a major supplier of something called oxygen. And, uh, yeah. It's very important. You know, we think of the rainforest. We are told, oh, the rainforest supply the world's oxygen. Uh, well, the, the algae, turns out, supplies a shitload of that oxygen. And Fukushima dumping this radioactive water into the Pacific, 300 tons of it a day, is really, really threatening this uh, algae as well as a lot of the other marine life in the Pacific. And if this algae goes... Uh, it could deplete our oxygen. I've seen statistics anywhere from 50 to 60 percent. 50 to 60 percent. We already have smog all over China and, uh, Armageddon is what they called it there, you know, and, um, issues with air quality in, in general. We already got them spraying chemtrails in the sky with aluminum. Oh, d- oops. Sorry. Didn't mean to bring that up. Uh, Point being, uh, yeah, there's, there's several different things that could happen here. They're, they've been moving these rods. Uh, they say that, uh, it's gonna take them a ton of time to move them. And by the time these rods aren't even nearly done being moved, the people are gonna die off from their exposure. They're recruiting homeless people to come oh in now. Oh my god, yeah, I know. It's I mean, ridiculous. It's, it's, it's totally. It is. Total blasphemy. It's, it's scary shit, bottom line. Would you say, I think, I think, uh, in all points and, and all reason, Japan, at least that area of Japan is pretty much done now. I, I mean, I know, um, what's his name? Uh, who's the guy that lives out there? Uh, his name slips me right now. Um, Colbert, uh, Col- Colbert? Colbert. Colbert. Uh, do you know him? Oh, about? yeah, uh, um, Corbett. Yeah. Corbett. John Thank Corbett, you. yeah. Right. I know he lives there. He was on Jack Blood's show this week, and he said he's not really overly concerned where he lives. Um, but I, I just kind of see that region being just done for now at this point in time. I mean, I, I've seen um, people like him and others who are there uh, suggest that there's nothing to it. I don't know. Um, all the indicators tell me that there's a major potential here, especially with reactor number four for a kill shot to uh, not only uh, really come after Japan, but much of the Northern hemisphere. Uh, so I got one foot in my house and the other foot in, in South America. <laughs> um, South America. 
Well, yeah, it's in the Southern Hemisphere, and the way the jet stream works, everything comes over from Japan, and it starts dropping right. down as it hits California, Texas. I mean, the the um, regulatory agencies have all amongst themselves. We did a Freedom of Information Act uh, ages ago on a website I worked with uh, that showed that uh, there was a plume that came. You know, everybody was telling us it's fear mongering. We're going back now a couple years almost. They were all saying, oh, it's fear. There's no plume of radioactive smog coming over. Well, it turns out there was. And what they do? They raised the acceptable levels. Uh, but come on, Sean. Radi- radiation is <laughs> I feel so you. much better now. <laughs> radiation oh, God. Is oh, you get more radiation flying in an airplane. Oh, According please. to Ann Coulter, it's good Horrible. for you. And anything oh, Ann Coulter Jesus. says... You have to believe. I believe. Yeah. Oh, Just like we say, mercury is good most, for the baby. She, yeah, exactly. She what? has the world's most beautiful Adam apple. Okay? <laughs> Doesn't she? <laughs> the beautiful Adam apple. You guys are confusing just, me. I, you keep saying she. <laughs> I want to just, <laughs> I just want to flick it, you know? <laughs> Get her in the gourd there. Actually, there's, there's Chelsea Manning and, uh, Ann Coulter is now Tom Coulter. <laughs> Chelsea Manning. I can't, still can't get <laughs> okay. over that one. This conversation turned really ugly. <laughs> it's 11 o'clock. No pun intended. She, she is beautiful. Okay. Oh, beautiful. Yes, absolutely. Um, all right, Bob, uh, anything else that you feel real important you want to touch on real fast that we didn't touch on maybe? Um, where, where's Schnitt at these days? Oh, I, I don't know. He's falling wow, off. Wow, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, he uh, actually, <laughs> he, just, he just released, and they didn't read it on air, but he just released a letter to his audience. He's pretty much done. Um, Can you believe that guy was making close to a million dollars? Ridiculousness. Ridiculous. Who? Todd Schnitt. Schnitt? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's got a really nice house over here in Tampa, from what I understand. So much money yeah, really for nice what Corvette. he does. Yeah, he doesn't do much. <laughs> That's very true. Absolutely, is very true. <laughs> All right, Bob. What I need from you, and everybody's gonna have to be oh, quiet God. for a second, um, because the I just realized because I played it right before you came on. My old drop from you uh, is still with the old website. Um, I, did you, I gave you a new one. Did you? Yeah. No, the last one I have. Well, maybe I never pulled that other one. The last one I have is still with Intel Hub. Hi, this is Todd Schmidt. No. Oh I my was goodness. And my pubic hair on my head loves Rass Radio. <laughs> I might actually use that Perfect. too, though. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> ding, 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 now let's get a fresh drop from you promoting your site, promoting your show. Um, you know, just so we can keep it going there. We like to, you know, pay it forward to the people that take the time to come join us and, and <clears throat> share their wisdom. <clears throat> I want to make sure I don't sound like I'm going through puberty during this drop here because, you know, I'm only 13. <clears throat> Okay, here we go. What am I supposed to say? What am I doing here? <laughs> I may use that too. You never know. Who's on first? Uh, the first 52, RazRadioLive.com, and whatever you got. Let me get my crayon out. Hold on. Get your crayon out. Okay. First 52, and what's your name again? <laughs> Sean Raz. Sean Raz. Four Toad and Lexi. Do I mention Four Toad? Sure. Oh, or no. Dave. Dave. <laughs> Dave and Lexi. <laughs> hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz for Toad and Lexi. 
on Ross Radio. It's Bob Tuscan. No, that, that, that sounds like shit. What am I? Give me a script here. Come on. I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. No, that's always fun that way. All right. Um, uh, this is Bob Tuscan. You're li- well, that's the way you did it before. It's, it's always a pleasure to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz, Four Toad Jones, and Lexi Raz on RazRadioLive.com. Just forget it. You can find me at. It's Bob. Leave it be. Just let it go. His crayon's going to go get a break. Bob, don't worry about it, man. Bob, don't worry about it here, and uh, you'll let no. Okay, uh, Doctor Bob, <laughs> Doctor Bob, yeah, Doctor Bob Tuscan. Okay. Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to the first fifty-two on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy Fortoed. <laughs> now, where Perfect. can we find you? <laughs> Uh, BobTuscan.com. BobTuscan.com. <laughs> Excellent. Hey, Bob, I appreciate you jumping in tonight. I know it's quick notice uh, that you joined us. Uh, we were supposed to have Poe on NA Po tonight. Uh, yeah, well, what are you guys doing with the Popo? I don't get it. The Popo. With the Popo. Uh, we were, I wanted to talk about his arrest and see where he was going, and it turns out his probation officer's up his ass and, and needs him to go get a real job. Is that the same uh, guy who was arrested for all the anal probing? No, no. <laughs> uh, you know well, who N.A. Poe is. literally up his ass. <laughs> yeah, no, he, uh, he's, uh, he's the one that got arrested up in Philly, uh, for the smokeouts. Yeah. And, gotcha. uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's having a rough time with it apparently, but we're going to talk to him soon, but I've been wanting, you know, I talked to you a couple weeks ago telling you I wanted to get you on, so it was perfect timing that we could pull you back on here. Uh, and anytime you got anything, um, let me know. I like to, if, as long as you're all right with it, I'm mirroring your your articles and stuff over on Raz. Uh, of course, tagging you and and linking back to your site. Uh, I'd like to get sure, all your information. Write some articles for me to do the same with. I don't write, dude. I'm a very horrible writer. <laughs> but if I do, I'll let you know. Um, and keep using that Raz link your that you got there. Your wife does. Your wife writes. Yeah, we'll have to get her to write some articles. Oh, that would be geez. good. Jeez. Order to work. Yeah, we'll have to get her to work finally. Oh. <laughs> But, Sorry, Lexi. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> and she, I mean, doctor. She used to like you, Bob. <laughs> Jeez, right? <laughs> All right, guys. Everybody check out Bob Tuscan at bobtuscan.com. Uh, your show's what time now? Is it still daytime? So it was like five to eight or something? Or five? No, I do, uh, ten to one in the morning. Ten to one? Oh, okay. Yeah, five days a week. Oh, can we rebro- can we rebroadcast that? Yeah, do what you want. Rebroad. Okay. Yeah, if I got open spots, because I know I got a lot of programming now. Yes, you have open spots. But if I have open spots at that time frame, I will definitely start tagging that in there. Yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, but play that. Uh, we got, uh, I don't know, six or so AM and FM affiliates now. That's kind of exciting. Oh, that is nice. Yeah, it's unfortunate, though, because you got to watch your language. That's the one thing I like about our format. That's true. That's true. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. Listen, I'll let you. I know you had a busy day. You've been running around. All right. Take care, guys. I Thanks appreciate so much. it, Bob. Have a great one, buddy. There goes Mr. Tuscan, Dr. Tuscan. Good guy. I like talking with him. He's got a lot of... He's uh, one of my favorite guests. Yeah, he's fun. He knows how to have fun. Uh, he knows how to keep it light, but keep it informative, which is what we try to do. Um, you know, we're just going to keep rolling with what we do here on RazRadioLive.com. It's a little after 11, which means we're going into the third hour of the first 52. I know I missed a call there when Bob was trying to do his uh, his little drop for us, which that's going to take me five days to try to figure out how that one's going to work out. Um, but we'll be back in a few. Uh, smoke them if you got them. Grab some beers and be ready. We're going to come back. Uh, maybe have a few. You know, I, I like to try to keep it serious. They all try to keep me from being serious. 
So we'll see what happens. The first 52 will be back in a couple minutes, guys. We'll talk to you then.
bastards, the people that serve the system. And I'm not talking about all the cops. I mean the ones that are bad. Because you're the ones they're going to use against us. I'm talking to you all the time because you're the ones they're going to use like in Germany and Russia and China and everywhere else. It is now illegal to take photos of buildings in D.C. But there's no law. They have weapons. And it's their country and they're going to ship the coke and heroin in. And your kids are going to use it to cover their own prisons. And they're going to make your kids take rental and Prozac. And they're going to take your guns and they're going to hurt you. And they got a lot of stupid goons. And they enjoy just destroying the republic. Okay, now I'm getting mad. Suppress the truth and cover our eyes, mind over wine. I looked at the system and made that divide. Now I am the guide, guided by others from the path of the sheep. Running with wolves, now let this wolf speak. Thank God it's all trapped, and that is a fact. They know what we're doing with a touch screen of map. They poison our food that we feed to a seeds, destroying the world all over greed. They take what we need and then they sell it all back Cause they cause all these droughts and the prices get jacked But then they say go ahead and buy the new hat It's control that it's worse but we let them do that Can someone please tell me why I waited so long I've been searching for this feeling too long All that I know is I'm looking for Searching for this feeling too long 
Have you ever called into your favorite talk radio program only to encounter this and felt like this? That never happens when you dial 941-421-0401. At RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now. 941-421-0401. And avoid... 941-421-0401. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. 941-421-0401. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com All right, we all know what that means. It's the third hour of the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Maybe we'll have some fun. Maybe Dave and I will argue some more. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the first two hours. I love having Bob Tuscan on. He's got a great insight. He's a really smart guy. And, uh, you know, we got Shifty joining us here in the third hour also. And it kind of would have been nice because Bob was missing Shifty. Uh, did you, I don't know if you got to hear it all, Shifty, or not. You there? No, I didn't. I didn't hear that at all. Oh, Bob, this is me. That's 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 huge. I feel loved. I, uh, hold on a second. I'm walking into Walmart. I need to hide my erection. Uh oh. <laughs> well, he was wondering why you haven't called in on his show yet. Oh, that's right. I was supposed to call and argue with him, wasn't I? Yes, you were. So he was kind of upset that you because even asked because we, we got no conversation because I play that drop, you know, the Bob Tuscan drop, and uh. He got. He asked me what happened to Shifty, and I said, "Well, he's doing his own show now, and you know, uh, he's there." He's like, "Well, why? You know, he was supposed to." I said, "You should call his show and argue with him." He's like, "Well, you're supposed to call my show. What the hell?" Wait, no, but Nevada has an actual like AM show, right? Yeah, he's actually now on AM FM. We were just talking about that. He got a couple of affiliates. Well, I, I ever come on now, Bob's probably still listening. Bob, you, you, I hope you have a long delay because you know I can't say five words without saying fuck. <laughs> yeah, it probably wouldn't work out well now, would it? <laughs> no, it would work well. I've done, I, I, little, little, very little known fact. I did terrestrial radio for a long time, uh, in, uh, college. So. There you okay, go. All right. Uh, so, <clears throat> I'm sure a lot of people are wondering why the hell they're hearing you now instead of at six o'clock tonight. Hmm. Uh, would you like to discuss that it's at all? being weird. Um, I'll give you the real, the, 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 the kind of short version. Uh, my daughter's birthday is tomorrow, and uh, uh, I was over at my parents' house, and uh, I had a very long week because... Uh, I thought I, you said I, you were giving us the short version. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> yeah, long. I, well, well, I had a, I had a, basically, I have a, a kidney stone, and uh, I, I don't know why, but I, like, I passed out, 
and uh, not passed out, passed out, like hit the floor on my head, kind of passed out, but I passed out in my chair while I was watching the very beginning of the football game, and uh, I woke up to uh, a, a flurry of phone calls. But the bottom line is I have some some very, very bad anxiety, and I may or may not have been under the influence of a couple of Xanaxes. So you turned this from a story about your daughter into a story about you. That's what that story started at. Well, I was at my... I was at my parents' house because it was my daughter. Because it's my daughter's birthday tomorrow, so we're doing cake and ice cream there. And I got very comfortable in a chair after eating some pills and went to sleep. <laughs> there eating you go. some eating some pills or eating some dills? What? Uh, both. <laughs> uh, all right. So what's up, Shifty? Kind of like when Hitler's not much. I just wanted to call children. and say hi to you guys. You know, I haven't talked to you guys in a long time. I, I haven't uh, uh, I, I haven't had that uncomfortable feeling knowing that uh, Lexi hates me in a while. And, I hate you still. Uh, How about that? <laughs> and, well, I, I definitely hate myself, but oh, I, I also uh, got a message from Fort Toad, and I hadn't had a chance to uh, send him a message back. And uh, little known fact, me and Fort Toad have a lot of work to do together this month. Oh, we do. Oh, I'm sorry, Dave. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, actually, I, I kind of like it. I... Okay, sure. Actually, I think I think that me and Dave work very well together, and I Aww. enjoy my time working with Dave. I I I think the feeling's mutual. Yeah. Well, somebody's got to enjoy. Drive all the way the fuck down to Sarasota to do shit. Somebody's got to enjoy time with him because nobody else does. <laughs> I know I damn well don't. <laughs> Look, Dave. By the way, r- real quick, there is a uh, uh, there there's a a slight hold on that project, but we need to get ready for it because when it's time to go, it's time to go. Right. Oh, what a K five on that <laughs> right. that K-5 project. Jones, all the way. <laughs> and uh, Shifty, just so you know who we have here, we got uh, Spicoli, Dave, of course, Lexi, myself, and our quiet Biggity. Sorry. And who? Biggity. 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 Biggity bang. Biggity bang. Biggity bang. Yeah. What's up? Biggity bang. His who mic's not working again. It, no, it, is it, this, it, is, it, is, is Biggity bang the guy that's on Twitter that uh, used Yellow. to just? Send me no. a message that just said "bang bang." <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. No. Oh. <laughs> okay. Just, just checking because you don't know who creepy bang is. You need to check your shit. Check your shit. <laughs> that would be Spicoli, of course. Carlos Spicy Wiener here. Carlos Spicy Wiener, oh, go ahead. I should turn that off. Carlos Spicy Wiener here, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, the third hour. Also are... known as, also known as Orlando's number one pizza delivery boy. Yes, sir. Oh, man, I'm still trying to get Shannon to, because he lives right close to where we're at. Not, I'm not trying to bust his balls. I called a couple times trying to tell him, you know, my boss has already said he'd give him some free food. So, I mean, just him needing to pull the trigger on that shit, but Shannon just needs to get some free food from our place. That's right. Do you think that maybe it's because Shannon doesn't want you visiting his house? Maybe. <laughs> That's shitty. That See, this, get, is, this, is, this is what he I'm talking about, Shifty. He could get free food from the restaurant. It doesn't even need to be delivered. It, uh, delivered. If he comes to the it's restaurant, delivered. It, <laughs> delivered. Delivered. Hey, delivered. hey, listen. Uh, let's be serious here. Shannon doesn't want me visiting his house. <laughs> well, that we know. Yeah, that's for sure. He always asks me. Exactly. But you're not giving him free stuff, though. Uh, are you kidding? I've been giving him free stuff for two years. I've been bothering him for two years. So. Please. Dave's falling so, asleep. Yeah, I'm with Dave on that. So Dave, oh, yeah, hey, you might Dave. nerf herder. You might nerf herder. No, you might nerf herder. <laughs> so Dave, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Have you yeah. seen the Glock 42? Uh-oh, gun porn again. 
Have you not seen the Glock 42? No. It's the brand new uh, Glock line. It's go. the 380 single stack that they just uh, issued for the American market. 42? Uh, yeah, it's called the Glock 42, and it's a single stack Stand 380, by. six uh, round in the mag. And uh, it's not as small as any of the other uh, 380s out there on the market, but it's actually a pretty sleek little design. You should now uh, check it out. Now this is happening. Now this, you know gun porn always comes up with these Ugh. two. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You know what's funny, though? What? I'm no fan of Glocks. I'm like and, the you only know, guy that doesn't like Glocks. Nor, nor oh, end of conversation. Since I've switched to the uh, Springfield, <laughs> I actually I, I do like the Springfield a lot better than the Glocks. Since he shot that hole in his wall, he stopped using a Glock. Yeah, you know, <laughs> well, that was actually, you know what? That was the SIG. I shot that with the SIG P238. That, that was, was the SIG. Shifty, do you own guns? You don't own guns, do you? I, well, you know, actually, I was uh, I have a myriad of, of, of comments about the last 10 seconds. Uh, no, I do not own a gun, and I'm I'm waiting for uh, somebody to uh, give me one as a gift because I'm just such a nice guy. Cause I'll sell I sell you one. I can't stomach. I can't stomach spending three, four hundred dollars on a weapon. I don't know why. Well, you're buying a piece of shit if you're buying three, four. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, my Springfield when I uh, I mean I traded, but it was you know it's about a six hundred dollar gun right there. Same as most of the Glocks. Uh, if you want to get a good weapon, you're going to spend about six hundred dollars. That's a good weapon. I, and I, I don't. I I disagree. Uh, it, My, uh, what, what do you, you own, uh, a Bursa, don't you? Yeah, the Bursa yeah, is the carry weapon. Yeah, Bursas, Bursas are a little cheaper, but still personally, I would rather carry, uh, you know, I would actually like to own a Kimber, uh, and Kimbers are way overpriced, but, uh, mm-hmm. oh man, how long is this gonna go on for? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, nobody Lexi, cares! Lexi, Lexi, how was the latest Grey's Anatomy? What the fuck are you talking about? I don't, I don't watch know. that shit. We don't watch TV. Turn on, turn on Wait, I want to right? hear Shifty's comments on, on your 10 seconds yeah. there. Yeah, I, I just real quick, I, I have a, 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 a question for Sean uh, and Dave. Sean, number one, you have, uh, you have weapons, correct? Yes. Um, for, for both of you, uh, how much would it cost if I were to... Uh, maybe next Saturday in the morning, drive to either, uh, the hellhole that Dave lives in or the hellhole, uh, corn circle that, uh, Sean lives in and, and, and take you guys to the, uh, the, the firing range and have fun with you guys for the morning. How much would that cost? Yeah, we're gonna be out of town, dude. We're yeah, all of us Orlando. are out of town next week. Womp, 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 womp. I'm gonna, what do you mean? I'm gonna be in Orlando with the uh, family, and Dave's meeting his son in Orlando. Okay, what about the next week? When don't you come in? Sean, I'll be on call. Hold on. Hold. Okay, let, let say a weekend that wait, Sean's on, not on call on, and on. Dave can make it down. What does it cost well, no, to he's go to gonna, firing He's going to go to one or the other, and actually the best bet, not that I wouldn't want to go with you, Shifty, but the best bet would be go to Tampa because you guys have more access to ranges. There's more ranges around you than me. You know, and Shifty... I'd, yeah. like, to go to that, I'd like to go to that place that Mr. Cowhead talks about all the time. Shifty, you're going to pay more more in, in ammo than anything else. What's going to cost you yeah. more than anything else is going to be ammo. Like, range fees are nothing. Maybe, you know, 12 yeah. bucks at the most. But besides that, ammo is... And if you buy it at the range, don't buy ammo at the range. That's a good tip because they're going to overcharge you like a motherfucker. So Ammo's try to get dumb your... right now. It's so expensive. I've never fired a weapon sober. So, <laughs> so I'm putting in an official request, Dave. Mm. I would like to come up and, and, and go with you. I mean, how much money were we talking about? If I were to purchase ammo for both me and you to go have fun for an hour at the range. And I'll um, pay for everything. It would probably cost you about, at this point, probably about 70 bucks. 
So that's what? range but fee and weapons. Uh, and it's, ammo. Range fee, it's, it's, it's range ammo. fee and ammo. Ammo is, you know, it's going to cost much? like 50 bucks to go through, you know, 200 rounds. About 70 bucks, he what? said. What are you talking about? 50 bucks or 200 rounds? Where are you getting your rounds from? Well, I have 400 here. <laughs> okay, well, but the, yeah, you're not buying them from anywhere. That's just your price right there on the what's in your stock. No, no, no. There, I, would, I would say I would have him buy a couple and then I would pick, take a couple with me. But and yeah, but you're okay, so, 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 so 80 bucks, Dave, and I come up there, uh, in a couple weeks on a Saturday morning with 80 bucks, and me and you can, uh, you know, I can take you out to breakfast, we can get, I and mean, stop by Starbucks, get some coffee, and then go, uh, shoot some shit at the range. Well, what he was yeah. asking you is you come up on Tuesdays to do Shannon's show, so why not just come up early one Tuesday and, right. oh, well, how Shannon much, starts pretty early now, though. How much well, afterwards. Do you smoke? It's Wednesdays. Or Wednesdays, not Tuesdays. I'm on to it, went Tuesdays. I don't smoke any. I don't Every, have any. Oh, who's like, on fast? Everything revolves around selling. Yeah, well, yeah, right. of course. All right, it does. so but that's that's what, that was my show. thing. <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. Right. When you come up to do Shannon show, when you're done, come see me. It'll only take about an hour, hour and a half. And you know, can we go to that Shooter's World place where they have like real targets and stuff? No, fuck Shooter's World. That's over. That's in Pinellas. Targets. What's a real target? There's there's an air conditioned place that's brand new right down the block, and they have full automatic if you wanted to spend you know another hundred bucks, and you could shoot off a a machine gun. No, 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 no. Uh, let's start small, buddy. I'm kind of scared of guns. Okay. You don't I, know, I, I know. I know exactly how to. I had to no, add easy into this. No, I, I could easy into this. I won't. I won't be a dick about it. I won't even tell anybody about it. Come up, and I will make sure that you feel comfortable shooting. I almost think that we should maybe video the whole thing because I think it'd be fucking hilarious. No, it'll be boring. Trust me. Uh, no, I'd like to see Shifty firing a gun. I think that would be kind of funny, Dave. I'll, I'll send you my video camera or something to use. Like just and the I... first round, and then we're fine. <laughs> yeah. If he cries, I mean, get that footage. <laughs> Actually, talking about that, while you guys are down here, I don't know if you, uh, there's a couple ranges down here if you guys uh, want to hit that up. You uh, local in the area. Well, I know it's 6 o'clock in the morning, my wife signed me up for some stinking tour that i got to take in order to get the cheap hotel room. Don't be saying no oh, 6 you're doing, o'clock. You're doing the, uh, the Colin G. Brady? You're going to sit through yeah. the little meeting and get the... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got a, well, we got like a $900 for the weekend place for 170 bucks, so we can't really complain. You said it was like a six-bedroom or some shit like that? Well, like... No, it'll sleep eight people. It's a two-bedroom, living room, full kitchen type deal. A little villa. Two or three bedroom, please. Where is this? In Orlando, right outside of uh, Universal. Alright. Yeah, so. So I'm uh, coming with you guys next week. <laughs> hey, do you want to sleep with us? You're That's gonna, fine. You gonna take a dab, Shifty? If you come down, you have to take a dab, though. <laughs> no, buddy, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't well, do it's, anything it's, off it's, of it's nails. A I apologize. Have you, so you've never done a dab then? Mm mm. You've smoked the vape, though, right? No, I'm a vapor. I'm a vapor guy. Uh, I use my loose sleep tobacco and my little vaporizer. It's a pack. It's made by a company called Flume. They are the best. It's like a volcano for your pocket. So you've never done uh, the oils what, at all? Wait, wait, wait. What was that? Let me let me look that up because I'm looking for Flumes. They are the best for loose leaf tobacco. Uh, Flume.com, P-L-O-O-M. They uh, make the finest product out there. Uh, and it is a $250 device, but it is run off of a uh, nickel candium battery, the same, or I'm sorry, a lithium ion battery, the same kind of battery that gets in your cell phone. So it lasts literally for 10 hours of constant use. Uh, All right. And, well, uh, the question is, 
the question is, you, you were saying loose leaf tobacco. Can I use loose leaf, loose leaf, uh, Herb? Yes, you can, yeah. Dave. Dave, Dave, when oh. you're down here, we'll talk about some uh, personal things that you can use. I, I, I know a lot of the uh, the personal market right now, so I wanted okay. to ask okay. Eric, have you seen the uh, the PyTech yet? Do, what do you think of them? Have you seen them yet? I'm not exactly sure what that is, but PyTech what I do PyTech is kind of really neat, and I want to get one. It's uh, it's a glass pipe, but it is encased in aluminum. It's still disassemble. You can disassemble it pretty good too to clean it. From what I understand, I haven't tried one yet, but I, I've uh, Harry, hard Harry, Dave, he, uh, Harry. yeah, he has one, and uh, everybody else might know him. What was his old uh, info assassin? Uh, he has one, and uh, he talks real highly of it. And what it is, you get the glass smoke, but the protection of aluminum. And you know that's that's a kind of cool little gimmick. Um, the other thing about it, there's a lot of other things. Like, especially for, like, a little personal smoke. Um, and I'll go more into this, again, you know, in a personal conversation, but, like, the uh, the personal vapes that they have right now, uh, there's three-in-ones. They do e-liquids, e they do uh, concentrates, and they also do uh, leafy substances. And uh, it's basically a switch out of a head into the uh, into into a battery, you know, sourced heat uh so where you uh, put the so oil in like this one, it would be switched out just that part. Basically, yeah, like like I had, like how my I don't know I I can't see my video is not working for you guys, but you know with instead of having my tank on the top of my uh, e sig, you could just unscrew that tank and then there would be a different system that would go on top, and then you could do and you could do flour with that also. Exactly, yeah. A lot of these new systems and they're. For something around about a hundred bucks, that it's a three in one. That's interesting. Yeah, we'll talk because uh, um, I think I want to make the jump to uh, vaping. That's it, much better. If you if you want to even do it for the for the those leafy substances, it is a benefit for your lungs, especially. The only difference is that it is a different high. Um, it it it's pure. I, I will say that. What happens though is that it's just not the same intensity. If you're just talking about herbal substances, it, it, it's going to be a different intensity than what you'd probably get, you know, rather than actually igniting your, uh, you know, yeah, your material. I'm not really worried about that. I'm looking for the medicinal value as well. And since I medicate more frequently than I used to, I want to start vaping just, but, you know, to keep the shit out of my lungs. But I'm not, I'm not really concerned so much about the high. I'm, you, you know. Yeah, but you may find yourself more frequently vaping because as the frequency of you said, you know, you're doing it more just through the, the intake of, uh, you know, through smoking, I'm sure, uh, vaping isn't going to give you any more, uh, than what you're actually intaking through the smoke. Uh, although you are getting, uh, an effect from just having, you know, the, the CO2 and everything from the smoke going into your lungs. There's, there's a different effect that's going in there. That's what I'm saying. The vaping effect is just a little different. When I found that I started to vape, uh, I got a personal vaporizer. I got an iolite when I was starting to do a lot of vaping myself when I was still mm -hmm. on the leafy matters. But uh, it 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 was nice, but again, like I said, I it just I felt like I was doing it a lot more. And then you have that wasted. My big thing about waste is that I know a lot of people will keep that leftover little bit because you don't burn everything, so it's like leftover, and you can make you know butter or other things right. out it of it. Right, it tastes like shit when you smoke it. Though. Exactly, yeah. That's why I would never ignite it, and uh, I just feel like I waste it. Like I'm just like, oh man, I don't want to have all this leftover. Yeah, you don't want to see anything left over after you're all done. You want to just uh, throw but away it, or have it, it disintegrate. 
Dave, if you're if you're down here, uh, I'll actually hook you up because I'm not doing anything with it. I, I think I have a my personal vaporizer. I have an Iolite, which is the butane mm-hmm. uh, personal vaporizer. I'll just go ahead and hook you up with it because I'm not using it at all. So, oh cool. Uh, I, I did the I'll same thing with my Iolite. I I gave it away to somebody and they love it. Uh, but once you use that for a while, you'll want to buy a uh, better one. Well, hey, uh, real real quick, I have two two other real quick things that I want to ask. Number one, um, I haven't had a chance to listen to much radio this week as uh, I've been sick and very busy trying to catch up with beginning of the year stuff. So I don't know where is the uh, the petition at. Have they gotten enough signatures to put it on the ballot in Florida? They're at a hundred. They're at a hundred and one million approximately, but they have to go through them. They're estimating that they're going to come up with about seven hundred and fifty thousand out of that because you got a lot of double signatures. You get a lot of. Um, out of out of state signatures, fake names, things like that. So uh, they're figuring about in between six to seven hundred and fifty thousand they'll have, which I believe they needed to have five or six hundred thousand. Uh, okay, so so basically it's official that that now all we need to do is make sure that Tam Bondi doesn't become a cunt and decide to take it off the ballot. Well, it's not official yet. That's the point. They haven't counted them yet. The, once they get that final countdown, they, they think that the, they've got what they need. Um, and apparently um, they had uh, John Morgan on Friday, and in that interview he tends to be close to Pam Bondi, he, he, he says. So maybe he can throw some influence her way but they were talking that it, that she might already be too far down the rabbit hole of combating it that she won't be able to turn tail and and change her her stance so you mean her thing is her thing is that it's not that it's fuck herself <laughs> go ahead dave what was that and i'll give you the next eric her thing she she's not talking about the the morality of the week she says it's just f- illegal federally and that's why she doesn't she's not gonna let it go through no, because of that. Well, no. guess guess what, guys? The only reason it's still illegal federally is because they're waiting for the states to get their shit together, so that way they can take it all over, so that way they can make money to fix our own deficit. You're uh, exactly right thing, about the money. La- last thing before I go, uh, Sean, if you could do me a favor and and try to uh, uh, put this together with me and Bob, uh, I'd like to do it this week, and if you could just. Uh, you know, throw me some topics that he wants to uh, argue with me uh, about so I can be prepared. I would be more than willing to do it uh, on any day that he would like to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm all about it. I'll get with you. Yeah, he's, uh, we were just talking about that. He's 10 to 1 now, 10, 10 at night to 1 in the morning. Um, so. But you can't curse. Wait, 10, and do, 10 p.m. Do the chemtrail. Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, that's fine. Oh, yeah, chemtrails. Talk to him about chemtrails, Shifty. Uh-huh. Is he a chem, is he pro chemtrail? Yes, he. Well, yes. he's not pro chemtrail. He believes in chemtrails. That okay, would be pro chemtrail. I would love to make him look like an idiot over that. I'm gonna <laughs> have to. We are gonna broad. We're gonna whoever's on that night. We're kicking them off. And we're broadcasting that show, Dave. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, I'm I'm all about it, and uh, uh, please do me a favor and 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 put that together and and give me a time and give me. Yeah, I'll get uh, I'll get with him and I'll get with you. I'll let you know. Is is he in a local studio or is he in a home studio? He's in a home studio. He's up. Uh, where is he? I think he's Gainesville, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Well, yeah, you know him very well. So do me a favor and put it together for me, and just give me a time and 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 give me his topics, and and I'll be prepared and ready to go. Sure, I'll be your booking agent. Uh, I, listen, I just you know him better than I do, and and I know he wants to make it happen. I know uh, you know as well as I do that I'm very busy. So if you could, I'd appreciate. I it. I will do if it for not, you. I'll find time to do it. I'll get it for you. I'll let you know uh, later All this right. week. 
All right, all right I love to... you guys, and I'll talk to you soon, Dave, because we yes. need to talk. Are you doing a show all next right. week, right? You're definitely going to do a yes, show next I, week? Yes, I will definitely be doing a show as long as this kidney stone does not uh, create uh, the hell that it could create. All right, good. Well, we, we need no listeners on the station, so we need to get you back on air. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Shifty. That. All right, man. Take care, guys. Talk to you later, buddy. Peace. All right, later, guys. Peace out. There goes the shift hard. Make sure you check him out six to nine right before us on Saturdays usually unless he passes out somewhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> so let me get the camera back on for you, Spicoli. <clears throat> so we are going to definitely try to put together a meeting of the minds next weekend in an undisclosed location. Right? You know, what? just let me get those uh, pertinents too, you know, those those pertinents? The essential informations. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get the essential. Let me get those papers. <laughs> They're papers. I papers. <laughs> we could show digits. I show you my papers. Oh, goodness gracious. Dave, how you doing over there, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm on Facebook. <laughs> and, and Eric, is it too much to say that I prefer, like, discreetness? Is there a way to do that? Where it's yeah. just like a vaping situation, sort of a thing going on. I might, I might, I might allegedly be out by the weekend anyway. So, sweet. I, I might, I'm gonna try to conserve. Well, uh, bring know. something to swim in because we're probably going to be hanging out at the pool bar. Is there and like a hot tub? S- yes. All right. There's sweet. seven hot tubs and a pool bar. Did you say? Oh there's, Jesus! There's, I might drown next week. There's guys. seven heated pools. <laughs> there's swim pool, up pool wait. bars. He's yes. Pull a Colin G. Brady, where he's gonna have to get carried out of the pool. We're just gonna be all drunk right. in a heated pool somewhere all uh, weekend. No, see, this makes me like as as a uh, I want to go right because I I always have the best time with you guys. Why uh, are you not bring your son and hang out right, at the pool? And here's yeah. the thing. Now do I bring my son and? You know, have him party with everybody, because I'm not going to yeah, say... Yeah, we'll, you know, we'll have an your additional... Your 21, right? Yeah, because we'll have Damn. an additional bed, too. So if you guys need to crash, you can crash there. Uh, you know, hang like, out, have we'll some drinks. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Are yeah. they, like, wicked I, I, good drink specials, or can I just, like, bring I my own no bottle? I have no fucking idea, man. I've never stayed there. It's a hotel. Bring your own bottle. Yeah, I'll just bring my own fucking bottle. And Dave, Dave, we're also going to have... How old is Abby's girlfriend coming with her? You, no, you I don't know. We're gonna have two nineteen-year-old girls there too, Paul. Well, at least oh, one nineteen-year-old really? girl. Yeah. Single and well, yeah, one, you know. working on a divorce. The one. They're straight too. They're like no nineteen-year-old girls for me. Looking shit. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm also. A no, Dave, bit, so. that's not for you. That's my sister. What's wrong with you? Stop that. No spicy wiener. No. They're off limits. Forget it. They Forget. pretend like they're not there. Dave, you got to pull that drop. No spicy wiener. No. <laughs> No, no sister fucking. Yeah, no sister fucking allowed. <laughs> no. Are you done yet? Yelling at the boys? You don't. Uh, no, both nineteen-year-olds are not your sister. No, but well, we don't know if they're both coming and one's pregnant. So. Well, they yeah, might be my sister's friends around, like so, pregnant, know. pregnant. So that's yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to, go for it. But damn. <laughs> well, then I don't have to wrap it up. So. Uh, well, that's true. I guess to a degree. Mm. Maybe. Man, I don't know. That's like the worst thing I've heard all day. (laughs) Maybe. That was a good setup, Dave. I didn't even think about the whole chemtrail and Bob Tuscan with Shifty thing. That's perfect. I thought it was a good idea. Let let somebody else argue about that shit. (laughs) (laughs) You got out of it tonight. I'll give you that. I wasn't, I I wasn't going to do it. 
You know, I kept thinking you were going to have Bob Hoskins on. I don't know why. It was weird. What you were like, hell? Bob Tuskins. I was like, oh, Bob Hoskins. All right, cool. Bob Tuskins like my favorite person. I'm not even sure why. I just like his little laid back. I think he was pretty yeah. twisted tonight because <laughs> yeah, during like the first too. part, he was like kind of slurring a little bit. I was like, oh, yeah. this is different. <laughs> well, I, I know he had a busy <laughs> day. Okay. He, told, he told me he was going to get back like just in time for the show. So uh, he literally walked in the door like 10 minutes before he called us. Uh, so I'm sure he, I don't know what he was doing. I thought he was might working or might, might have been working or something. No. But. Hey, <laughs> I got a couple of things written down here that I want to address. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I'm listening to our theme song created by Frank Castle. Yes. And I like one of the lines and it goes along with, you know, the simple power of truth. Right. So why don't we use the line from his song <coughs> as your new tag line? Which is what the tune in the truth? Oh, geez, I can't even read my own fucking writing. <laughs> it might change your life. I think I think you should actually put that up on the website or something. You know, make that your. I thought you were going to say the truth facts one. Yeah, conspiracy facts. Conspiracy facts. Yeah. 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 Well, see, that doesn't. Uh, I like I like that too, but um, I like this one. I like it. Well, I'm a little high, so I like everything. <laughs> Oh, and the uh, second thing is we wanted to talk about Comcast. Oh, yeah, Comcast. Comcast. Fucking Comcast, dude. I get my Comcast bill. Uh, oh, forget it. Um, and I'm going through it, you know, and you got your, your – I don't pay for basic cable because that's included in the apartment here because I work here. Uh, and no resident does. They We have a bulk account, and the resident pays us and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, you go through, and there's there's no that. And then you get to the next line, and it's – uh uh, honey, grab me the cable bill. It's right over there. So Technology I fee. No, I didn't want to, I didn't get there yet. I wanted to go. You you have a, you know, uh. You have HDMI. You have the H, HDMI. The, the HD, 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 DVR. HD DVR fee. Um, and then you have, you know, I asked you to get it. I have it right here on my freaking Twitter. I'm sorry. No, I have it right here that, on my Twitter. That Twitter fucking pissed me off. <laughs> I, yeah, it pissed me off too when I got my it. My Twitter. I can't get onto my Twitter on my phone. I can't get onto it on my tablet. I can't get onto it online. I put in all my information to email me a password. It's saying not that it's all incorrect information all of a sudden today. Yeah, we'll get on I that. don't get that. I don't, I what don't the either, hell? Though. I really don't either. So that's why I'm not on Twitter tonight, you guys, because I don't know what happens. It's the chemtrails eating your phone. It's not the chemtrails. I that's never happened before. Right. It's telling me the same password I've been using forever is incorrect. So under X, I think you got hacked and they changed your password. <laughs> is what I'm thinking. There you no, go. I've had, I've had some problems recently where uh, every once in a while I'll go into my Twitter and it's like you need to relog in with your password. Yeah, where it just might be, it just might be for fucked. I don't know. So we'll we'll play with that later on. On all three devices. Well, yeah. If it's Twitter itself, then it's going to be right. on all devices. So we'll we'll figure it out. Don't worry. So anyway, under Xfinity TV, right, which is your your section of the bill, it's uh, standard cable. I don't pay for it. Digital preferred, which gives you access to on demand programming. Seventeen ninety five HD DVR service. Seventeen ninety five, and then you get charged with an HD technology fee. Which they just started charging as of twelve thirty thirteen, HD technology fee of nine ninety five. So this is an additional ten dollars a month now that they just came up with. Which, when you're paying for your HD slash DVR service, 
Wouldn't you think that was paying for the developed technology, which I've been paying that same amount for forever? You know, I've been, this technology fee, I don't understand where it comes from. Now, Dave, you said you looked into it or you were trying to figure out and I saw one of the tweets. Somebody said they're doing it at Bright House also. One of our uh, listeners. Well, actually, I wouldn't know that. I don't, I don't, I don't pay the Bright House bill. <laughs> Although I do have shitty, actually, I contribute to it. Well, that's, I'm paying rent now. That's what I had one of the listeners, uh, I think it was Earl on Facebook. Was it Earl? Errol? Errol? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, I looked into it. It's a new fee. When you, when HD first came around, they were charging a per TV HD fee. Yeah. And they've done away with that. And now they, they're just charging you for the entire house to have HD technology. Basically, they're fucking you because I think they have to petition the government for a rate increase, quote unquote rate increase, but these new f- charges they could just kind of make up arbitrarily. They can tax that's, that's how they, yeah. So you just. I do, well, I do remember when they had a separate fee for each room that you wanted to add it to. I don't remember that. Why do you not remember that? I don't he know. smokes a lot of weed. <laughs> you know, part of me, I wants to tell you to fucking cut the cord and just do everything internet based, based. But I just got a, uh. We got a kid. We can't uh, do that. That's the problem. Well, hold on. Let me, let me, there's, there's more to the story. Um, I just got a, uh, a, a cable box two weeks ago. Two or three weeks ago, some shit like that. For the first time in two years, I've right. had a cable box. And then I also have this newer HD TV. So I'm watching all this HD content. I'm watching fucking, uh, how it's made shows, like science shows, and a lot of nature shows. Like, I'm totally digging all it's these pretty. channels that I've missed. Yeah. I want to tell you to cut the cord, but I'm having such a good time. And I'm learning such good shit. Did you know that, uh, you know, the, um, shark's eyes, the great white shark's eyes. Mm-hmm. It actually rolls back. I thought it. W- I always thought it was like a membrane that came over its its eye, but the actual eye moves back. That's that's not just the great white. That's most sharks because what happens is it protects to protect the, them from their strike, it, right? Exactly because there's a lot of things in debris that can right. come out during that. All right, so, so you get my meaning. They I, rip you apart. Right. They, they the eye actually rolls back. Their their liver is a flotation device. Buoyancy and device. there's such such cool shit. That Is there a crowd of the Discovery Channel right now? When, when you talk about the film, <laughs> no, not you. frogs, frogs, and, and uh, other amphibians can actually have a film that comes over their eyes. So that is yeah. something that happens with them. Yeah, but it's a film, well, right? But I'm talking about right. the, the actual eye moves. The shark, right. if I'm not mistaken, is the shark the only animal, the only fish that, that doesn't have to swim at all times? Or am I wrong on that? I might be wrong. No, they sw- they sleep swimming or something. I forget. I don't know where I was going with that anyway. That's... It's not a fish, though. I mean, a shark's not really a fish. What is it? No, it's it's something else. It's a does shark. It, you know? Does it have gills? Does it not amphibious. <laughs> does it live in the water? No, it's not amphibious. Yeah, but I mean, a squid lives in the water, and it's not a fucking fish. Well, what's the squid then? Yeah, right. it's, uh, it's, squid's it's, an octopod. Oct- octopod. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Like I said, I think, I think. I, I'm I, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I didn't think a shark is exactly a fish. Oh. I, I could be wrong, but I thought it was okay. Anyway, uh, how do we get from from? HD know. technology fee to sharks and squids. I don't know. I'd rather because well, I was telling you because that shit was. It's not really our fun. high point. <laughs> HDMI cables and nerd hookup. Well, no, it's me pissed TV. off. It. I got pissed off. This fucking technology fee they just tacked on. Well, I, just get rid of your DVR, man. Well, we can get rid of Comcast altogether, or you can deal with it. That's. 
No, we can't get rid of Comcast altogether because how do we do a radio show that we need internet? We can't have satellite. I think you should just listen to AM radio all the time. Don't <laughs> you know. watch TV, just so... listen to AM radio. Dave, sell me your, your transmitter there and I'll just transmit <laughs> live. <laughs> Where we are right now. In your apartment complex. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Every, every weekend I do pirate radio. Nice. Sorry, you know why? Why? Because you don't have the radio in the bathroom, right? Right, yeah. Well, that's why I, was so just... I, I pipe it around. It's funny, the, 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 the last two breaks video? have been peeing in there, and I hear your wife talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we were creepy. just talking. Yeah, Is that we're... not creepy, Dave? Because I'm taking a shower, and I can hear you and Sean having conversations, and I'm like, this is... This is weird. It is weird, right? Yeah, it is weird. I don't think I'm going to do that anymore because I kind of, I kind of enjoyed you know, bugging people out. Hey, you. <laughs> but I, 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 I think next time I do that, I'll just shut the fucking thing off, let the mic off. I mean, if you want music, uh, music. I mean, I'm in the I'll shower, just... like, oh, oh, okay, oh, okay, they're done talking. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, oh. Stop. Stop that. That's inappropriate. That's not what was happening. That's inappropriate on Raz Radio, which is uncensored? Okay. Well, it's just inappropriate to Lexi, I guess. Oh, <laughs> do, do we talk about the, yeah, we did. I just want to remind everybody we got the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, auction. My <laughs> lord. Oh, the Raz Radio <laughs> sign. Yeah, we got the auction for the Raz Radio, uh, live sign. Uh, Kevin did a great job with that, all backlit sign. Uh, I think we're still holding at a hundred. So, uh, if you're interested, yeah. beat Wayne. Yeah. All right, I'm bidding two hookers in an eight ball. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, Kevin might want that though. You never know. I have to ask him. Yeah. So anyway, just wanted to throw that out there. That's on my Facebook <laughs> yeah. page. Yeah. I yeah. just want you to know, uh, and especially since we have a, a break next week, two weeks from now, I'm gonna be railing you on that fucking comment you made in the first hour. Which one? I'm not. I'm not gonna forget that. Which one? The one where you think that a you know a a, a storm is good for the economy? Oh, oh yeah. All right, you can get me on that. Sorry, right, we'll talk about that. Oh, Hold a grudge, much. I just have to wait because I'm pretty sure from here till till next till two weeks I could show you stuff on the internet, but like this is wrong, and we won't have the battle. So I'll just keep my mouth shut. <laughs> you just keep your mouth shut. I still believe it's it. Totally. You know, I think it'll help local economies. But you know, we can discuss that at a later date, considering that uh, it's seven minutes out and. We're all a little happy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to talk about it now. Yeah, see, start an argument. Yeah. See? Yeah. Hey, Eric. Spicoli. What's up? When when are you gonna do your own show? I mean, yeah. what fucking show would I do? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> your own? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that one right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd have to think of the content on that, and you know, at night to actually, you know, secure it or something, because. My days are pretty much all filled up, so it always have to be a night. A lot of times, there's always nighttime shows anyway. So take up, uh, take over Californication. When was that on? Uh, well, that used to be before me, but we could throw you somewhere. Nah, you know, we'll we'll see what on Saturdays. Yeah, used to. Well, yeah, you no, put shifties there now, so you couldn't do it then. But he could do any 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 time he wants. Sunday after. Well, the Sunday's got. Uh, we got. We can review five to ten else? filled on Sundays. Five to ten, you got, uh, what's it, no Jenny, Jenny, and the, Jenny and the Wolf is at five. Right. They're five to seven. And then you got, uh, We Can Review with Kevin, seven to nine. Might as well do the lineup while we're here. Mondays are kind of floating in the air right now. We're trying to figure exactly what's going to happen on Mondays. Uh, Frank's had some life changes, so I don't know what's going to go on when he's going to be doing his show. 
and then the girl the girls alternate. So we have that alternate uh, ten to eleven slot on uh, Mondays. <laughs> Tuesdays we got Katie's World with Dave and, and Kinky Katie, and then uh, the Mallard Report, which is done by ten. I just wanted to say I didn't think I'd have as much fun on that show as I'm having. Yeah, you sound like you're having a good time on it. Although I think yeah. I think we might you know be touching on something you have to address, Dave, personally. Yeah. You know? oh. Well, the last show, I, I don't know. You know, you you kind of had some some gay thoughts going on that you might weren't <laughs> sure where you sat. So you know. No, I'm I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just fine. I'm absolutely you're positive. Sh- you sure he's gay? So all right. Believe me, if I could be gay, I would. <laughs> <laughs> you get more. <laughs> well, not only that, I could I could punch my boyfriend and not have to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, they have domestic yeah, abuse. Yeah, they got domestic gay. against yeah. the yeah. against the queers. Yeah, it can happen that way, absolutely. So ten o'clock. And not only that, I can get my ass kicked too. So, so but ten, anyway, ten o'clock on Tuesdays is available, Spicoli. Wednesdays we've got. Uh, what do we have on Wednesdays? Jesus, um, Salty's on in the afternoon, five to nine, six to nine, and then you got uh, Trip does his uh, post politics, which is nine to <laughs> eleven. Oh God! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just got this really crazy text, and I and it, I, I can't talk about it. Was it your boyfriend? No, no. <laughs> uh, so nine to eleven's full with the uh, trip. Eleven, right, Dave? Trips done it. Yeah. Yeah. So eleven on Wednesdays would be available. Uh, Thursdays. The hell do we have Remember, on Thursdays? I want, if it was up to me, I'd I'd rebroadcast Bob Tuscan as much as you could. Well, yeah, I know that, but he's 10 to 1. So if we got a live show that's our own guy, you know, that's precedent, unfortunately. I, I, or I could just right. fill 10 to 1 all week. Um, what the hell do we have on Thursdays? Oh, the Joe, Joe Show. show. <laughs> Jesus. Well, it's no, a, I just keep laughing at this text. It's a newer one. So the Joe Show, and then I think we're moving his secondary show to another day. So that would be open at 9-ish. Thursdays, I might be able to be down. I just need a co-host as well, too, and I'm trying to get a... I have a mixer, but it actually is not a USB mixer. I got it for Christmas, and... uh You don't want a USB mixer. I don't, yeah. have, I don't have a USB mixer. I, have, I I do analog, dude. I don't trust the USB. What do you plug What do you plug in through? Or how do you plug into your computer? Eighth-inch plug Sound right card. in the back. All right. Yeah. So what you need, if you're going to do... Oh, never mind. So basically in the headphone jack, you'd plug in like where the headphone jack is. No, 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 no. You come out of the board yeah. out of your main, no, you come out of your main out with, with two quarter inches and you take a two quarter inches into an eighth inch and you go into the back of the computer. And then you right. into, into the, what, into what the mic back? of the headphone. Right, into the, yeah, the headphone. Or the, the mic of the headphone. Right? Or the yeah, mic, yeah, depending yeah. upon which direction right. you're going, right? Right. right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, actually, yeah. mine's only, uh, um, I have a Mac, so I don't have that option. Fucking Max. Yep. No, what you do is you get USB sound cards. I, I did it at um Here, let Dave help you. Dave can help you with that whole Ben's setup. House. But don't don't return don't Yeah, well you got A the, the most important thing is do you have an FX send, you know, can you nix minus is basically yeah. what um Yeah, well, I'll figure it out. I don't know. <laughs> you should have just saw his face when he was like, uh <laughs> privately well, hey, privately send me the uh the, the, the make and model the mix, I'll look it up myself. Yeah, I got a, a Nady. A little four channel. Yeah, me too. But I can mix minus. <laughs> the mix, mix minus. Mix anus. Fucking... <laughs> All right. So, uh, oh, so uh, let's let's finish the lineup while we're doing that. Uh, Fridays are full. <laughs> Fridays forget because uh, you never know when drunken disorder will be done. 
the fuck was that? I, I need a co-host, though. Somebody, while, we're, while we're talking about me getting the show, I need to put out the... The, the call for a know. co-host. Yeah, call for a co-host. All right, well, we got a lot of guys out there that I'm sure would, would like to do that. So if you're listening or if you hear this on a rebroad, hit up Spicoli at, at Spicoli420. Right, and if you guys are going to do a remote uh, site-to-site like Sean and I do, I'm stepping in and I'm going to say there's a minimum amount of equipment you have to get. All right? Because I don't like hearing shitty shows. There you go. So, that, that, so I'm saying I got a mixer. I just need to hook it up. So, Right. Contact me. Everybody knows my fucking Twitter name. Get in touch with me. I'll tell you what to do. The at four toad. At, at four toad jones. At pinkyless douche. Dot, dot com. Pinkyless douche. <laughs> All right, guys. Anything for the wrap up? Spicoli, what do you got? Uh, Skeet, skeet, skeet. Y'all have a good week. All right. We'll tell yeah, we'll be in touch this week to organize this weekend so we can figure out what oh. we're doing. Yeah. Oh, don't give out the number, mate. Person no. I'm texting with is like, is there a uh, call in number? Uh oh. Shut it off. Shut the phone. <laughs> Look, got to go by. Yeah, no, we're wrapping up anyway. Danger, so. Will Robinson. Danger, danger, right. danger. Right. Danger, danger. Um, she's gonna tell the story. <laughs> Uh oh. Oh, maybe I'll go a little long and hear this story. <laughs> oh god, no. Nine four one. Four two one. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you actually gave out the the, the uh the zero the, the four zero. Just on the commercials, we had them going out. Um. All right, Dave. What do you don't got for a wrap call. up? Anything? <laughs> don't call. <laughs> That's all you got for a wrap up. But you can call next week. Uh, two weeks from now. Did you enjoy the show? Me? Yeah, you. Yeah, always. All right, good. First of all, I like it when Bob comes on for a couple of different reasons. But one of them is I get to sit back in the chair and do nothing. <laughs> yeah, you're always good for that. Right. And then the third hour is the same way, you know, because so many people are calling in, I don't get to, you know, talk that much. I'm just enjoying my uh 11 o'clock uh, bong hit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And well, thank you for your honesty, sir. And the silent one, uh, Biggity, you got anything? Enjoy your weekend. Yeah, I will. Aww. It's almost over. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it, though. And, you uh, should do the show with Eric. <laughs> yeah, Bickety, what's up? <laughs> what's up, dude? Yeah. Man, you want to do a show? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the extent of it. Yeah. Yes. All right. No. no. Probably no. not. I don't yes. think so. <laughs> I don't think most so. Most likely. Not good. <laughs> I would listen to that. <laughs> I'm telling you, I would listen to that show. Oh my god, that would be hilarious. I know, uh, Michael Meyer, one of our, one of my clo- one of my buddies here lives nearby, uh, he's just set up his studio. He said if you do Mondays, he'll be able to co-host with you, so. You already got one person reaching out and say they do got, something I, with you. I got school till 9 o'clock on Mondays anyway, so I got to... Well, you wouldn't be able to do the show on Mondays till 11 anyway. Yeah, but then I gotta get up for work, uh, I gotta be up for, uh, Almost double shit for by eight o'clock in the next morning. So that's. I take a, a double shit tough. almost every morning. Shift. <laughs> oh, double shift. I thought you said shit. Sorry. Shit. Honey, you got anything for the wrap up? <sighs> no, I really don't. <laughs> wow, everybody's so enthusiastic. But I love you guys. You know. <laughs> We're gonna rage night, next whatnot. weekend. It better be more yeah. fucking enthusiasm. It will be. Oh, there'll be lots of enthusiasm. That enthu- Yeah, that word. Enthusiasm. Nineteen year olds in bikinis. It'll be awesome. There you go. Pregnant girl in the bikini. Oh, wait nice. a minute. Wait a minute. What? 19 year old girls? Yes. <laughs> My son. We covered this. That's man. why we brought it up, Dave. 
Dude, uh, hook your son up with my sister so she can be over this D-bag. Please. No, 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 no. Yeah, my she'll son, go for it. My, she'll be going my for it. Rebound. Weekend fling. It'll be fun. Yeah, I'll bring a guitar. I'm bringing the guitar, too. All right, there no, we go. she's not a stalker. Jesus. <laughs> Far from it. She yeah. has a lot of stalkers. <laughs> she has plenty of stalkers. Yeah. All right, guys. That's been the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Remember, next week, Next week, you got Ferris running the first 52. Dave and I will be away, so it should be a, a much different show, but I'm sure it'll be just as good, if not better. So uh, maybe we can get him the bug back up his ass to come back to us. So uh, we'll talk to you guys next week, or in two weeks. Have a great week. Follow us all on Twitter. Peace. Leaving this place, it's time to blast off destination space. With the sunset hung behind us, and the universe to blind us from the moon, we'll watch the whole world explode. Moving free, unguided through the beautiful, the silent, with the light show from a passing UFO. Of the unknown Please don't go And I don't know how I got here Or how I'm getting home But right from day one I've been in this alone With arms stacked against I've been drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left. An old man once told me, Allie, don't ever look back. Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death. This is a test, just a frequency check for intelligent life. Now it's time to connect. It's an SOS, the death's been sent. So now we just wait and hope for the best. With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful, the silent When the light shone from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the
love you guys so much. Thanks. First 52 is the bump diggity. Hey, there she is. She wants to put